This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. You are listening to the Voices of Wrestling podcast with your hosts, Joe Lanza. X out, go listen to some boring podcast where they're afraid of their own shadow. Okay? Don't listen to Joe Lanza because Joe Lanza's not changing. And Rich Crange. Who delivers this guy in a big spot? Joe, don't yell at me. In the big spot, who delivers better than this guy? Stop yelling at me. I agree. All right, and welcome once again to another edition of the Voices of Wrestling flagship podcast. I am Rich Crange alongside, as always, the King of Banter, very good family man, Mr. Joe Lanza. Joe. Uh, we, we, we can't even, we can't really waste time on this week's show. There's just a lot to talk about, a lot to unpack, but you know, at the top of the show there's, and, there, and there's no doubt what we have to start the show with. I mean, it is, it is something that is, is, is paramount to you and I, it's paramount to our families. It's, 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 it's something that's just kind of over, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's for the national, it's, it's national health. It's all this sort of stuff, but you are going to on the air cook a big and bold Buffalo style chicken hot pocket. Is that correct? Yes, okay. it is the uh, clearly the big story of the week. It's what the people want to hear about. It's it's what the people have been clamoring to hear about. It it it, it has wide ranging effects as well. Like the, the, you know what can happen if you give this big and bold buffalo style chicken hot pocket a good review. I mean that Nestle stock. You know stocks are not doing well right now, but that Nestle stock could rise up pretty quickly. So this is true. And our Twitter followers saw that I made this purchase last weekend. And uh, this is clearly the lead topic. There's no other big story going on that could possibly usurp the taste test of the big and bold Buffalo-style chicken hot pocket. Rich, it is touted on the box as 50% larger. I'm looking at the box right now. Not, I, I'm looking at a picture of the box, I should say. I do not. I am not lucky enough to have this. I am I'm most intrigued by the 18 grams of protein that are uh, uh, contained within this Buffalo-blasted crust. Yeah. So... We got the 18 grand. We got the uh, 50% larger. We've got the Buffalo blasted crust that needs to be discussed. (laughs) And, and, and listen to this, Rich, I am going to cook the hot pocket on the air. Number one, I'm going to follow the strict instructions on the box. I firmly believe if you're doing a taste test, you got to follow the instructions on the box. So this is okay. So not, not to interrupt you, but this is big news then. So the, the sleeve is coming out. As you know, and you're very anti- anti-sleeve. You're very anti-sleeve. So I just need to clarify that the sleeve is coming out. I am anti-crisping sleeve. But for the purposes of the taste test, wow, I will follow the instructions on the box to give a fair and balanced taste test. So the crisping sleeve will be used. Now, interesting. I didn't know if it would come with a crisping sleeve. We're in new territory here. This is the big and bold. Right. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows what, what, what was awaiting you? So it has a crisping sleeve, but listen to this, Rich. You're you're gonna you're gonna love this. Okay, following the instructions here. Cooking time for one sandwich: three minutes and thirty seconds. Holy shit! Wow. Fifty percent bigger. Fifty percent more cook time. So now, now, do you? I forget if we have touched on this before with with non big and bold uh, hot pockets, but do you usually do the exact time that it says, or do you kind of 
a fiddle with the time as well. I am going to I am going to follow the exact. Well, I meant, I meant prior. I meant prior to 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 this. Like, does your microwave usually follow the like? Because my microwave, I kind of have to add thirty seconds to everything to get it. Because like you know, everything I would follow to a T. You know, two minutes, whatever, and it just wouldn't. You know, it wasn't there. And I, I discovered listen. an extra thirty seconds always kind of put it together. So is that normally what you do, or are you going to say this box told me three minutes and thirty seconds, and that's what it's getting? I see where you're going with this. I have a pretty standard microwave that jives with the time. Okay, so we're all right. Just and, and, and sometimes people aren't that lucky. I, I am not that lucky right now. So it, it, it's, And it sucks because you're you know, ready to put the popcorn in. You go two minutes and you, you unwrap the – you take the bag out and there's fucking half kernels. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> like, Listen, here's more big news. Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. So, so for the taste test, I'm doing the one sandwich. Okay, okay. okay. So you're not doing okay. the two sandwiches, right? No, nah, it's unnecessary. That's a lot. That's like, I don't need to hear you chewing another <laughs> – Two hot pockets at once, and your stomach will but, hurt. And yeah, that's. But check this out. It says two sandwiches. Okay. For best results, cook one at a time. Wow. So it, it can't like it is telling you that? that your puny ass microwave cannot handle the big and bold. Is what it's saying. You cannot handle <laughs> the big and bold. Right. One at a time. They don't even give you a suggested cooking time for two of these things. Unbelievable. And I gotta tell you, the box is a little bigger. The box is a little bigger. It doesn't fit neatly in my freezer with the rest of my Hot Pockets. It's bold. It's, it's got a bold fit. A bold fit. I took it out of the box. It's big. It's thick. It's meaty. So I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the box here, and I, I have to ask you, is it is it shaped differently than like, – because it looks taller than most Hot Pocket boxes. Is that true or not? It is It is a bigger, thicker box as well. Interesting. Because you cannot contain <laughs> the big and bold. And it's, I don't, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, this thing would not fit. In the standard hot pocket box, it would protrude. It's big. It's bold. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna cook it live on the air. I'm gonna take off my my headset here, but I'm gonna keep talking. So you gotta. Okay. Right, here we go. You're right. All right. Joe is now. Joe is leaving. He's going to, uh, to the, the microwave. microwave. So. I'm off to the microwave. There it is. You can still hear him here. So. This is gonna be right. three minutes and thirty seconds of thrilling radio, and I can't three wait for it. Thirty seconds. Let's go. Do you want me to count down every second, or, or no, I got gonna... it? I got it. Hold on. Okay. All right. So we've started the, the timer. We got now. Now we sit. See, I didn't think this bit through because now we just have to sit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Unfortunately, we have three minutes and thirty seconds. A bit. Well, I can, I'm looking at the box here, so I can talk a little bit about the box again. So yeah, uh, big and bold. Bold is in bold lettering with that's right. A, a, a very like a kind of a rugged drop shadow too. It's kind of an orangey drop shadow with a little bit of a. Uh, grunge on it too to literally let you know this is bold this is really standing out uh as we mentioned 18 grams of protein per sandwich and you're eating just one sandwich that's a lot of protein uh in a hot pocket um so we have buffalo style chicken here with spicy buffalo sauce and reduced fat cheddar cheese in a and now this is in a completely different font and a completely different color buffalo blasted crust and joe i need to know about the buffalo blasted crust i need to know. i'm gonna fo- i'm gonna focus hard on that because that's uh featured prominently on the box here uh, unfortunately, but, I'm looking down at the bottom of the, the, the nutritional facts here. Am I correct in that it's 1,170 1, grams of sodium that you're going to be consuming here? That's correct. Oh, boy. Plus salt. Yeah. But 18 um, grams of protein, though. <laughs> I can't mess with that. So. 18 grams of protein. Because I'm sure you had a big workout today, so you need to uh, you know rebuild those muscles. So. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did you know you could cook these things in the oven? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I have done that before because I'm not a big, you know, I'm not a big microwave guy. We've probably have touched on this before. I just don't like using the microwave. I feel like it doesn't cook all that many. Like some foods, like yeah, microwave popcorn, you put it in the microwave. You know, if you're in, a, if you're in a pinch, you throw it in the microwave. But if I can, I try to put most everything in the oven because really, like 325 for five minutes or whatever, like like leftover pizza. The idea that people put leftover pizza in a microwave just horrifies me because like the oven, just put it in there for five minutes, it gets back to crispy. It's back to kind of where it, it, it originally was. It's just so much better. And then I see you know, people slumming it up and putting stuff in microwaves all the time. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, at 400 degrees, it takes 35 and, minutes. Well, that's – okay, so this is unfortunately the problem. Is I did yeah. it once, and, Joe, I will tell you that it was not much different than the microwave. And that's when I decided is – because there's nothing like waiting 30 minutes for a freaking Hot Pocket, you know? I'm not waiting 35 minutes for a hot <laughs> right, Because you think, oh, well, I did it in the mar- in the oven. It's going to be different. It's going to be a different experience. It literally tasted exactly the same with no different crispiness. Nothing was different. And I went, that was a waste of 35 minutes to eat a Hot Pocket. So. It says one portion equals one sandwich. Enjoy with a side salad or fresh fruit. <laughs> So what what is it what is in your side salad, Joe? That I'm assuming you're eating as well during this. Uh... You know, I had a salad before we went on the air, so I'm gonna count that. So uh... what, what's in a Joe Lanza salad? Well, I had my lettuce mix. Okay, well, and I, I, I assume lettuce some, uh... is in it. So thank you. But I had my. Uh... Well, listen, you asked. I'm That's true. You know, right. it could have been spinach. It could have been kale. What? It could have been spring could, mix. This, That's right. Yeah, okay. this was a lettuce mix. Exactly. A wise guy over here. <laughs> uh, so I had my lettuce mix. I had imitation crab meat. Oh, Joe. Oh, I love the imitation crab what you, meat. I gotta oh, ha- come on. Really? That's, that's tremendous stuff. You don't eat that? I've had it. I don't love it. It's like eating water, though. Like, you could fill up on it, <laughs> yes. and it has no calories. Right, right, right. It's zero calories, zero fat. So you can just – you can pound a whole packet of that thing while you're watching a game and fill up, and you're just – it's like eating nothing. It's tremendous. Oh, okay. The microwave went off. Oh, I heard okay, a ding. So I heard a ding. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was the nurse. So now we got it. All right. We gotta have the two minute sit time now. So we're two minute two sit time. So is that is that standard among uh, hot pockets? That's all hot pockets. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. So we have the two. I got my timer going now. Well, plenty of time for you to so, chop up your cantaloupe for your uh, to have with your hot pockets. So. <laughs> Correct. So uh, we got the two minute sit time. It says let's sit two minutes to complete cooking and enjoy. Okay. So big question. Prediction time. Blowout or no blowout? Um, blowout. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say blowout. Um, number two, because it's if 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 the big and bold is what I think it is, it's probably jam packed with goodness. So it's it, it feels like a contender to blow out for sure. Probably an enormous blowout. Um, okay, so as we all know, as veterans of the Voice of Wrestling podcast, know there are only really three flavors of hot pocket: red, white, and yellow. Is this going to now? This is Buffalo style chicken. So are we going to be? Is this the great unknown? Is this a new flavor? Or is this going to be yellow? Is this going to be white? I don't think it would taste like red. I don't think it's red either. I, I'm guessing that it's going to taste exactly like yellow. The ham and cheese or whatever right, other right. amalgamations of, of yellow-based hot pot. I feel like it's going to taste a lot like that. Okay, so we're, we're, we're going blowout, and you're going yellow flavor. The buffalo sauce is tricky, though, man. You don't, that, could, See, that could bring it into the red a little bit. I think we're entering the great unknown. I think we're adding a fourth flavor. I think we're going to do it. As we try to kill off another minute, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited. I mean, I I'm uh, I'm I mean, there was no other way we could start this show. Uh, All right, let me go grab it. Okay, I'm going to take the headset off. All right. 
right, what do we think? Bull I gotta imagine there's a blowout here, but we're gonna find out. This could be the big upset. There's no NCAA tournament, so we gotta we gotta bet on this sort of stuff and get excited about it. Let's see. Uh oh. Joe got lost on the way to the Oh no. He's getting a different play. We could hear him before, but now we can't hear him, so I don't know what happened. Kind of nervous. It's possible that he's trying to eat it while not being on his headset, but, you know. He's really letting us wait here. There had to be an issue. This thing blew up. Oh, I muted you. I oh muted my you. god! I was like, "What happened? You 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 burned the roof okay. of your mouth, and you're at the the in the you know getting TLB okay. to take you to the ER." Okay, so what do we? Before anything, blowout or no blowout? Okay, so um, the mute button's in a weird spot on this headset, so I, I accidentally mute. But okay, all right. So here we go. I have the hot pocket. I've retrieved it. Okay, because I was wondering if you're going to eat off the air, and I said that would just be really against everything that we believe in. So I hope, I hope you're chewing while you're on the air. Here. No, no, no. I'm going to taste, taste, test on the air. Okay. I had, to, I wanted to get a napkin, but then we were out of paper towels. I had to go into the pantry, get a new roll of paper towels. It was Care, a disaster. Careful with those. Those are hard to find these days. So. Ridiculous. <laughs> we'll um, talk about that a little bit. I, I'm kind of so I'm happy. That. I'm happy to report. I'm, I'm removing the crisping sleeve. Rich, no blowout. Wow. Wow. I am going to take a picture right now. Should I tweet this or? Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Out of context right. tweet where you just, just, a, just a picture of that. No other, nothing else. Just that picture. Oh, you want to go that style, huh? I think so. Okay, let's. Uh, here's the proof that there was no blowout. I'm gonna tweet this out. Because I'm a big fan of buffalo related things and buffalo chicken and all that sort of stuff. Because this is this is important for me, especially in these trying times. I, you know, you need you need quick, you know, freezer food, and this this could be one of them. So. Okay, I'm gonna okay live taste test of the big and bold buffalo chicken hot pocket. There we go. No blowout. That's huge. I think people don't understand how big of a deal that is. Too. It has, so now, recently has has there been less blowouts? Have they maybe figured that out? Do we maybe? Do we maybe? Because we, we influence a lot of stuff. I mean, this is the, I gotta tell you, this is the first time maybe ever I've had a hot pocket without a blowout. So I, I can't. I, don't I thought, know. You, I I thought don't you tweeted something. Oh no, that was like the the Stromboli or whatever that you had, sir. DiGiorno, so. That was the DiGiorno Stromboli. <laughs> right, right, right. A a superior product which costs thirty five cents more. I better not have a blowout for thirty five cents more. If I'm paying thirty five cents more for what what's basically a hot pocket, okay. It shouldn't have blowouts. Okay, that money should go to something. Okay, so no blowout. Okay. Off to a good start. Do you, uh, so I'm I'm wondering to get a to get a good idea of this uh, buffalo blasted crust. Should you maybe take a bite of the corner before any of the the or do, like <sighs> lick the top? Like I'm just trying to figure out how we can because I want like I want that flavor. Without worrying about, like, I, I think we need to we need to address that first, and then address the insides. <sighs> yeah, well, careful now. <laughs> yeah, I, it's dangerous biting into a hot pocket. Yeah, um, you never know. 
I could tell you that just in the Buffalo blasted crust. What's the aroma? What, 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 what's the, what, what is your extra nostril doing here? It just, it smells like a hot pocket, man. And the Buffalo blasted crust, I gotta be honest. There's a little bit of orange coloring on the top half of the crust, but this is not, this is not what I would call Buffalo blasted. Mm. So, I more, think that's more in gonna, the yellow family right now, right? It's just kind of there's it's you figured there'd be a powder or maybe a baked on cheese or something, or but I gotta tell you, mm. it's just a little bit of orange specks, and I'm not tasting anything. Mm. All right, so okay. let me take a bite of this. So I'm yeah, gonna yeah, take go a ahead, bite. Go ahead. Man, I, I know I'm gonna my, the roof of my mouth is dead. <laughs> I know I can it's feel it right dead. now. I, 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 if I could do it in solidarity with you, I would, but I'll do what you said. I'm gonna bite the corner of the crust where you know there's no filling because it's right, hot right, right, right. Yeah, and okay. that might open up. That might make the you know reduce the heat a little bit too. So, all right, let's go. Here we go. Yep, go for it. Okay, so I didn't get any filling. This is disgusting to listen to. Probably <laughs> it's um, hideous, but hey, whatever. <laughs> Trying times. We're gonna try some weird stuff out here for the next few weeks or months. I gotta tell you, the buffalo blasted crust is a gimmick. Really? No flavor whatsoever. Man, that hurts. Okay, me, that hurts. That hurts. That hurts. It really. Let does. me try another corner. Yeah, try, try, try another, another corner and see. But you would. I think you would know if it. It is buffalo blasted. They don't just say buffalo crust or or buffalo influenced crust. Like they say buffalo blasted crust. Blasted. Yeah. Are you being blasted by buffalo flavoring right now? I'm not. Then that's a lie. Then even if it was okay, they said blast it. Oh right? my god! I need, a, I need a drink. Hold on. <laughs> that's a sodium coming in quick. So no, it's like just like it's like chewing on sandpaper. You know, when there's no filling involved. <laughs> right, right. It is tough. Yeah. Rich, at the end of the day, this is just a big hot pocket. <laughs> okay, so it's big bowl. we've established the crust is is a gimmick. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm Which gonna is go it's very here. disappointing. I won't lie. I'm, I'm pretty disappointed by that. But it's okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go middle here, try to get some uh, some filling. Here we go. <clears throat> this is so scary for the yeah, roof of my mouth. I know. Okay. Mm. It's hideous. <laughs> All right. Hmm. Give it a good chew. Give it a you know. Let it let it you know. Put it around the mouth. You know. Get the get the taste buds. Yeah. Yeah. Can I take another bite? Oh, absolutely. Oh, no. You, absolutely. You have to take another bite. This is, um, I can tell you that now that I can see the inside, I don't see anything resembling a piece of chicken. <laughs> Should I take a picture? Bu- is it just buffalo sauce? Like, what? It, it, Let me take a picture of this. It's yeah. basically, it just looks like slop. Orange, <laughs> orange slop. I swear to you, there's no meat in this thing. Hold on. I got to mm. take a picture. Mm. I got to take a picture. Here we go. Um, I'll keep the thread alive on Twitter. Um, yeah, here we go. Nice. Yeah, keep it all nice and organized, of course. So. This is the filling, and as you can see, as you'll see in a moment, Rich. There so am, I, no... am, I, am I refreshing Twitter at Voices Wrestling to find this? Yeah, okay. the um, the box shows several pieces of like lovely looking grilled right. chicken. Right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is not what your insides look like. No, I'm I'm taking a picture now. There is it's just slop. Because I'm looking at the, the the photo before with the noble art photo, and it looks fantastic. But it looks fantastic, yeah. Okay, so I've got the picture. Let me just put a little caption on here. <clears throat> Very disappointing filling. No chicken. Yeah, because so so the cover does tell us a 
the Buffalo blasted crust. And that is, as we've discovered, a, a complete fallacy. And yeah, there's like tender pieces of grilled chicken bursting out of this box. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? No, like you no. just got done, like getting, you know, some, some perfectly grilled chicken breast, you know, and, and slice them up delicately. These, those beautiful, you know, white meat with, with the, the grill marks. There's no grill marks in your uh, insides, right? No, and I'm gonna take a picture of the box too for a side by side. Right, right. For people that yeah might not know, I'm, I'm, you know. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna send that out. Now you'll see in a moment. Oh, yeah, I'm this re- thing. I'm refreshing. Let me take another sleep. bite. Mm. All right, I got the tweet out. Okay. Let's see. Let's see here. Oh boy. Oh God, that looks hideous. <laughs> Doesn't it look oh, awful? Oh, God. Ugh. Uh, okay. I got a giant bite of filling okay. on this last bite. Okay, that's good. No semblance of chicken anywhere oh, in this no. thing, number one. Oh, no. Number two, it just doesn't taste very good. I mean, it's very bland, and I'm a big fan of buffalo flavor. Um, It's just like orange buffalo lava that's very flavorless, and I got to tell you, it's not even spicy. Oh, really? Okay, so that's what I was going to say. Maybe it would just – because my thought was when you initially were, were, you know, were going to bite this thing is that it was just going to be oozing with, like, buffalo sauce. And it would have been a little spicy, and that would have covered up the flavor. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, you use a little bit of a heat to cover up the lack of flavor. But you're saying that it's not even – it's not even spicy. That's – hmm. Yeah, and I got to tell you, um, sometimes in a Hot Pocket, and you know this, the meat and the filling will settle to the bottom. Right, right. No, I'm squeezing down on the bottom. <laughs> There's nothing coming out. I've retrieved one very pathetic piece of chicken from the bottom of the sandwich. All right, let me try it. Now my dog's getting in the mix here. You might get it in a second. Hold on. Right. This, this might be all yours in about 30 seconds. Right. Mm. Okay. Okay. I got the one piece of chicken that was inside of this thing on this bite. New development. And I have to be honest, it doesn't help. Oh, man. Now, I am not a food snob, as you know. I know how to cook, and I'm a good cook, and you know that too. And I've never tasted I've never tasted your food, so I can't confirm that actually. So I'm a tremendous cook. And I like good food. But I also am a proponent of trash food. I think everyone has to eat trash food from time to time. So I'm not a food snob. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No. So you know I wouldn't be burying this thing just to bury it for for the yucks. No, you're a man who constantly eats hot pockets. I mean, let's be honest. Like, if this thing was good, I'd say it was good. Like, you know what you're getting um, with a hot pocket, but yeah, you, you you can't lie and say this one's good if it's not. I, I put over the 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 DiGiorno Stromboli the other day. Okay, that I've looks incredible. Up, by the way, I, I'm I'm about I'm about to go seek that out this weekend. So best trash food that maybe I've ever had. Interesting, especially for the uh, quote unquote microwave sandwich. Uh, you know, gimmick. Oh, I'm burping already. I'm having reverb here. <laughs> okay, so I've opened up the Hot Pocket, and I'm going to take a picture of the inside contents. And I got to tell you. So we're doing like this, surgery here. We're doing like a, yeah, we're. Now you can see what I the, meant when I said We got the cadaver. We got the cadaver of the uh, the big and bold here, so. Yeah, it's, uh, Rich, it's not good. I just got a new follower. I wonder uh, what he thinks of. <laughs> okay, so. I wonder, uh, if he, we became, I wonder if he became a follower because somebody retweeted the Hot Pocket thing into his. 
Okay. I okay. I sent out the autopsy photo. You could check that yeah, out now. Let's see here. I'm very disappointed by this. Oh God. Oh. Doesn't that look atrocious? Oh God! It looks like shit. It looks like little yeah. shit. It looks like dog shit. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I told you, and I only ate one piece of chicken. Ugh. So those other little two fractions of chicken you see is Ugh. all that was in there. Gross. So the so- that sauce isn't even spicy. No. Ugh. Mm-mm. That's hideous. Yeah, that is. The buffalo blasted crust is a gimmick. It's not buffalo blasted at all. It it the filling, as you can see, is just orange lava. Um, it's cool now because you know it starts off nine million degrees, right? And, and then, then it's, it's and then it's fucking frigid in in a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. So the box shows like yellow. It shows red. It shows chicken, and what I see from yours is just orange. <laughs> I just see. Orange mm-hmm. goo everywhere. Yeah, it's awful. Ugh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to finish this. Madeline, <laughs> yeah, give that one to the dog. Don't even give that. No, your dog, that, that dog doesn't even deserve that. No, t- throw that in I'm the a, fucking trash. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if she can handle the, the buffalo. You know, one time I dropped a, a buffalo wing and she pounced on it. And I said, all right, it's your funeral. She immediately spit it out. She was licking her mask the rest of the night because she wasn't expecting she, she never had spicy so the dog learned a lesson there so I'm not going to do that to her again I'm just going to finish the damn thing and yeah, the, chew the, on the dogs they don't like the spicy they, they, mind no, they the they'll put it in their mouth and they immediately spit it out and then they start sneezing a bunch and and yeah I, I yeah. tell them I'm like I, I know I try to tell you because I'll yell like no 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 and they still go for it and I'm like alright <laughs> yeah so uh okay how do you want me to uh, wrap this up? Do I grade it? Do I rec- uh, obviously yeah, I'm not recommending? Obviously, I think we should we should start rate this for sure. So now, real quick, real real quick, you did not buy any of the other big and bolts, correct? No, this is the only flavor to add. Okay, because I see I'm 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 scrolling the uh, High V website right now, and there apparently is a big and bold sriracha steak, which I I know is going to be terrible. So don't I'm just I was hoping that you didn't get it. Because it looks hideous. It looks just absolutely terrible. It has sriracha blasted crust, it says. Jalapenos, cheddar cheese, creamy cheese sauce, and what appears to some maybe be steak. I guess it's sriracha steak, so I guess it is. Don't buy it. Somehow that only has... Okay, okay, this has 15 grams of protein, the steak. Somehow, someway, yours says it has 18 grams of protein. Yet, there was what, like three pieces of chicken in there, right? (laughs) There was no shot on planet Earth that there was 18 grams of protein (laughs) in this thing. Where's the protein come from? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if there was cheese. This thing was so bad, I'm thinking it was a mistake. Yeah, you almost need to, I mean, maybe off air. I I, I wouldn't advise doing it on the air, but maybe give this a test run, like, later tonight or tomorrow or whatever, when your stomach has calmed down. Because, yeah, this is, just nothing appears to be correct in this so far, so... I do have the other sandwich, Rich, that I could do later. Um, and listen, I think it's my duty to do that sriracha steak. I got to be honest. Okay, I well, yeah, I, I, and I don't know, I don't know if it's available everywhere, but uh, it does say sriracha steak, big and bold, um, from Hot Pockets. So this was so disappointing. I really thought I was going to like this. Well, because like I said, I was hoping you did because I, I really love any buffalo thing. Like I'll eat like. When people ask me, like, hey, what's the one meal you could eat forever? Like, I always say pizza's the, the one that I could definitely eat. But the, the number two would be, like, buffalo wings. You know what I mean? Boneless, bone-in, buffalo, the chicken tender, something like that. But if it's, like, got buffalo sauce on, I'll pretty much eat it all. Like, I could eat that five days in a row and never get sick of it whatsoever. And sometimes do. <laughs> so yeah, I this is uh, 
I have to tell you, we started off so promising with the no blowout. And, um, you know, the box, I mean, it looks tremendous on the box. I mean, this was very disappointing. If I have to rate this, how am I? What, what, uh, uh, on the normal, normal star scale. Normal, you know, Dave Meltzer five-star uh, scale here. Or seven stars if you need to, to to use it. So, Honest to God, this is one of the worst Hot Pockets I've ever Unbelievable. had. Unbelievable. Wow. So you've had the, you had the, buff, the, the barbecue beef one, right? Yeah, it was bad, too. Yeah, that one was pretty bad. So where um, does that rank in terms of the... I don't know. It might have been better than this thing. This thing was really bad. Interesting. Wow. And, and there's some Hot Pockets that I enjoy. I mean, you know, up on a Hot Pocket standard. On this is what I have to eat right now standard. There are some Hot Pockets that are okay. Like, I like the meatball mozzarella. I like the uh, jalapeno uh, chicken uh, lean pocket. Mm-hmm. I got, like, four of them in the freezer. Those are okay on a desperate day. This... On a on a hot pocket scale, even because on a food scale, it'd be like minus three stars. Right, right. But we've had this discussion too, where like sometimes you just want Olive Garden, and you know that there's yeah. better Italian food. You know that it's not good Italian food, but you just want Olive Garden. You just want Taco Bell sometimes, you know. And and, and you understand that you probably passed three Mexican restaurants that have better food than Taco Bell. You know this, but you don't care. Nobody gets Taco Bell when they want tacos. You right. get Taco Bell when you want Taco right. Bell. I want a Baja fucking Chalupa, yeah. and I'm going to go to Taco Bell to get a Baja freaking Chalupa. So You want that Taco Bell flavor that you're craving in that moment. That's all. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm a proponent of trash food. I think you, you, you can mix in trash food now and then. Um, okay, so on a, even grading this on just a Hot Pocket scale, mm-hmm. I would give this uh, on the Dave Meltzer five-star scale one star. Unbelievable. Wow. And quite possibly the worst hot pocket I've ever the had. Baron Corbin of uh, of hot pockets here. This is this is the most wasteful eleven hundred and seventy grams of sodium <laughs> that I've and and the worst three hundred and ninety calories that I've ever consumed. There's gonna what be the, you'll be at a doctor, uh, you know, cardiologist one day, and he'll be talking about your high blood pressure or something like that when you're, you're an older older man. Obviously, you're in peak physical condition right now, so. Um, yeah, you're, not not an issue right now, but uh, yeah, later down the line, and you're going to be thinking about like the mother. Damn it! <laughs> like, they're like, ah, you got to reduce your sodium intake because it, it, it's clear you've maybe had too much sodium in your life or whatever. And you're going to be like, damn it! Like, you're going to be able it's to point to this moment right here, right right now. As it's for it. the listeners, it's for the listeners. Um, the big and bold started off so promising. Looks great on the box. Fifty percent larger. They don't even let you cook two at a time. I'm like, I'm in business here. This thing's going to be fantastic. Buffalo style chicken right up my alley. What a letdown. And thankfully, I've got the photographic evidence that uh, the Twitter followers can see right yeah, th- now. Those insides are, are vile. That, that, that looks so bad. Well, listen, I don't. I didn't want people to think that, you know, we were doing a gimmick here. Right, right, right. We're, we're, we're always true to our listeners, but, you know, just in case. Uh, you know, I'm eating it, and my descriptions are fair. And, uh... <coughs> Hold on. Yeah, no, no problem. This is, you took a big risk here, so make sure. I've polished off three quarters of a Coke Zero already. That's sodium. Man, but um, nothing about this was enjoyable. You know, it's not even like, oh, the buffalo blasted crust. That was a nice little twist. No. It was nothing. It was a gimmick. And it wasn't like, oh, well, you know, at least I got some nice hearty 18 grams of chicken. No. There was like no chicken inside. Look, there's like oozing cheddar cheese on the box. None of that. Yeah, where was the cheese? I, like you only got buffalo sauce somehow. I got. You got three pathetic pieces of chicken and 
fucking a, a gallon yes. of buffalo sauce. That's not even I spicy. Got a, I got a 50% larger Hot Pocket crust with orange buffalo sauce inside. And it wasn't even flavorful or spicy. This had no benefit. <coughs> Jesus. Not cor- uh, no it's benefit. not coronavirus, people. He just ate a big buffalo-style chicken. <laughs> yeah, I really should have done the DiGiorno Stromboli on air instead. But listen, our gimmick is the Hot Pockets. Absolutely. And I'm buying that. The- I'm buying that DiGiorno thing, by the way, this weekend. You should buy it. Listen, I saw it. I had to get it. Um, you know, it's a pre- you're going to pay that premium price. That's it's fine. like 35 it's fine. cents it's more. It's all right. It's all good. If I it's, paid if- $3.99 for that. $3.99. Wow, that's tough. That's a hey. lot for a Hot Pocket. <laughs> it's a lot. How many come in I the box? Buy, I don't even buy the hot pocket unless they're marked down to two dollars. Wait, so wait, on. hold on, wait, whoa, 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 hold on. Is this four dollars for two sandwiches? Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Dude, it's packaged the same way. You get two in a box, and they come with a crisping sleeve. It's the same shit. Three ninety nine for that though. That's that, ooh. I don't know. Yeah, well, you said I, it was good though. You said it was good. That that's it was that's good crazy, though. But I don't know if it was four dollars. <laughs> that's close. Like I could get real food for four dollars. You can go get an actual sandwich, not a microwave fake sandwich for four dollars. You know, from like a deli or something. But it's the same thing. They both say they're both made by Nestle. Oh, everything's made by Nestle, though. It's like, uh, but you, it's hard to understand until you open it. Like you're like, this is a fucking rebranded hot pocket. Like, but it was a, it was like, it was like a. Uh, a, a, a slightly higher tier hot pocket, no blowout. Even the crust was better. It's hard to explain. You need to try it, and I, I think you'll. Uh, I think you'll agree. It's just they put but, more uh, effort into it. They they knew that you were, you know, paying a little premium price. So you're paying the premium price. You're getting the premium hot pocket with the DiGiorno Stromboli as well. You should. This piece of shit, which was also three ninety nine. Bury this thing. Bury it. Let's go. <laughs> This is this is the worst hot pocket I've ever had, and I've had some bad hot pockets. Rich, there's bad hot pockets out there, but it's like you fight your way through it. You're like, eh, this. I, I don't even think I'm gonna eat the other one. I'll cook the other one, and I'll open it up to see if the first one was like a manufacturing error. Yeah, don't waste don't waste your time though. Don't don't waste the calories. Don't waste the sodium. No. Like, yeah, open that thing up, and if it doesn't look any better, toss that shit in the garbage and, and move on with your life. So. How bad is this review if I'm cooking the other one just to see if it's a manufacturing error? <laughs> right, to make sure that the first one wasn't a, a – oh, man, we forgot to add cheese to that one. <laughs> yeah. You know, like maybe I just got a dud, uh, you know, by chance. And um, if I did, I'll come on here and correct. But um, what a letdown. Oh, Horrible. Man. I, I really thought you were. I, th- I really thought you were going to say, hey, Rich, this, go get this thing. Get this thing right now. Um, so I, I have confirmed the other big and bold – flavor there is only one other big and bold flavor and it is the sriracha steak i'm gonna find uh, that flavor so somehow somehow some way the sriracha steak has 1200 calories 1220 calories no sorry sodium 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 oh, Four, oh. 440 calories i would definitely not recommend you eat anything that that is 1220 calories for one sandwich that is your daily basically your daily intake there are no, calories, there's so. there's legitimately days I don't consume that many calories. <laughs> right, so don't do that. No, it's 440 calories, but the sodium is is 1,220. So, despite yeah, so the only 15 grams of protein in this one. So now here's my worry, and this is why maybe you should consider maybe not doing the sriracha steak. But I know you're 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 nothing if not fair, and and and, and you do enough for these listeners here, and, and I'm sure you'll do this for the listeners as well. But the fact that the big and bold <laughs> upset about the lack of hot pockets or. Uh, maybe. Yeah. 
the or they're wondering is it in the garbage and they're like ah give it to me come on I'll give it a try like um the issue is this says the stretcher sticks is 15 grams of protein now the worry I have is that this fraud that you just put in your mouth says it's 18 grams like how how little meat is going to be in this thing then there's going to be no meat. That's why this thing promised 18 and gave you that. This thing promises 15. This big and bold sriracha steak. I, I worry about how how bad that could be. So yeah, it's, um, it's going to be horrendous, which is why I need to find it. <laughs> it also sounds like a terrible flavor too. It's it's. But you've said the jalapeno. They they do do jalapenos well. That the 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 Nestle Corporation. So um, well, the jalapeno chicken lean pockets a very good hot pocket. Probably one of the best around. That is a good one. That is good. I've had that one too. But uh, you think Hot Pocket, like Vanity searches Twitter and they come across our thread, like, oh, these guys are taste tested. Oh, wow. No. Uh, no, we can't. No. You, like, I in mean, other I words, would assume they do. I mean, I, I work at a company that, you know, I have a bunch of things set up and I, I know these other companies do. I know they, they look for it. They'll, they might just throw a like on it because they have like a bot that just goes and likes everything. Or they might, you know, there might actually be a, a discussion between two people tomorrow about your tweets where, where somebody that's, you know, one of the social media managers or whatever looks and goes, Oh, let's see what's going on here. And then they, you know, they have a discussion of, Oh, well, per, it appears this customer was not happy with the big and bold, uh, Buffalo style chicken. And, and there'll be an email. I think there'll be an email sent, you know, not that anything's going to change, but just an idea of like, Hey, just to let you know, you know, some people are saying this about, you know, you know, that, that these days you can use the public to, you know, get an idea of what's going on with your, what your brand equity is and what people like and don't like or whatever. So someone's going to look at that tweet, somebody in the Nestle hot pockets, whatever marketing company they use, somebody's going to see your tweet and, and, and well, you know, cause we got, you know, 13 plus thousand followers. Like we, we would, we would get through any filter system too. My prediction is this goes the way of those pretzel filled, uh, atrocities that they've already discontinued. That's my prediction here. Now, do we do we know when the big and bold started? When the idea of the big and bold started? I can do a little bit of. Well, it's new. Um, it even says it's new on the box, and okay. and it, it just hit the first time I saw it in the store was last week. This is a new product. I'm trying to see, I wonder if we got a press release or something like that. <laughs> oh, two weeks ago, Delish.com talks about this. So let, okay, so let, here's here's how they pumped it up here. Probably a fucking PR. Corinne Miller, February 26, 2020, says, uh, Hot Pockets are designed to be a meal in a convenient little dough pouch. But if we're being totally honest with yourself, one usually doesn't cut it. Yes, you're the only one who has reached for the second one. Yeah, Oh, yes, you're not the only one that's reached for a second one. And maybe a third. Nobody's ever reached for a third. You can't have three Hot Pockets because then you have one extra one, right? Listen, you got to go four at that point. You yeah, gotta go four. It's, it's two or four. It's always in increments of that. Unless it's the Big and Bull Buffalo style chicken and then you just ditch that. As quickly as possible. Well, if we if we weren't doing a taste test, I would have made both. Let's be honest. But, um, yeah, you got to go two or four. You got to go even numbers. You can't have a. It's just like a the pop tart thing too. No one's ever opened a bag of pop tarts and ate one and said, "You know what? I'm gonna no. I'm gonna put a piece of tape on this one and have it later." Like, <laughs> yeah, nobody's yeah, ever pat- done that in the history of pop tarts. Nobody has ever put a piece of tape on their their leftover one pop tart and said, "Ah, later or tomorrow, I'll have this one." So. Yeah, imagine you pat your belly. You go, I've had my fill of right. Pop Tart. I've had enough for today. No, you're eating them both, or you just throw the other one out. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Nobody's keeping the uh, the loose the loose Pop Tart. So yeah, Corinne is off base there. Uh, she says uh, here that, that she she uh, embeds a tweet from uh, or it embeds an Instagram post from the impulsive buy 
uh, which sounds like a great uh, Instagram account here. Uh, it says the impulsive buy has picks of three, Joe, three different new oversized hot pockets. We have we have broken the story open. Buffalo style chicken, sriracha steak, and unfortunately, chicken bacon ranch. Mm. That sounds hideous. I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to eat the chicken bacon ranch. I'm not. I'm not a ranch guy. Yeah, that doesn't sound. I mean, given what I've seen with this buffalo style chicken one, the vision I have is that you bite into this thing and it just oozes fucking ranch dressing, <laughs> which sounds hideous, right? Like, well, hold on. It doesn't just ooze ranch dressing. It, it oozes hot ranch dressing. <laughs> right. It just sounds really bad. Which sounds like the worst thing. Pop. I couldn't even imagine. You bite in. It's just hot ranch dressing. That disgusting white liquid with the little with the little specks coming out of the hot pocket and just burning your entire mouth that's exactly what it would be right, and we're decidedly for, for people that don't know we're a decidedly unranch uh podcast here we're we're, we're very anti-ranch here so i, I like podcast, sometimes you got to do a ranch you know what i mean like sometimes it just happens but really i've tried to just like avoid it at all costs and i really don't have it much at all anymore. now ran- ranch is it's a bad it's a bad condiment i'll do i'll do blackened ranch at, at popeyes because that's pretty good they add a little bit of flavoring to that but that that's about it that's the extent of my ranch eating but like right, the so- plain old ranch get out of here that's never happened so no nah, never and not in a hot pocket you can't have hot ranch who eats hot ranch um so what's Corinne have to say about these? Okay, things? well, it's kind of a shitty article from the rest of the way here. So Corinne, I don't know, I don't know what she's doing here. Well, she's a freelance writer who uh, also appears in Men's Health, Women's Health, Self, Glamour, and more. So she's just she's just fucking embedding tweets and 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 turning these things out anyway. But uh, she says, "Here's everything we know about the new flavors right now: sriracha steak is loaded with jalapenos, cheddar cheese steak, and creamy cheese sauce, and it's all wrapped up in a quote sriracha blasted crust. The buffalo buffalo style chicken is packed with chicken, spicy buffalo sauce, and cheddar cheese in a buffalo infused crust. Finally, the chicken." bacon ranch as well chicken bacon uh chicken ranch applewood smoked bacon and mozzarella all wrapped up in a cheddar ranch crust wait so she didn't even eat them no she's just fucking like re- like whatever's on the, the the cover she's then why is she was she just doing hot pocket pr what is i think this? so yeah i don't know what this thing is but corinne you're... what a garbage she gets paid for this i guess well if, if you take any solace then she probably doesn't get paid much so she probably uh, writes Corinne. for like nineteen different, you know, websites. It just turns out these like junk ass fucking articles all the time. So. Uh, Corinne stinks. Corinne's the worst. What's her last name? Uh, Corinne Miller. Corinne Miller's the worst. My God. I mean, what is that? She's just doing hot pocket PR. Uh, she has a master's degree from American University. Lives by the beach and hopes to own a teacup pig and a taco truck one day. Wait, she's got a master's <laughs> degree. I don't even care what it's in. She has a master's degree, and this is what she's doing. Well. Right in hot pocket PR. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing there. Can she at least taste the damn thing and give an opinion? I agree. I agree. You think hot pockets? Pay- you think she's a real person? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I get articles all the time sent to me from like, um, yeah. at my job. I get like they're sent to me for and like I look at the picture. Like all you have to do is I, I look up the picture that they give me. Like, hi, I'm like Steve Thompson yeah. or whatever. Here's my picture. And I look it up in like ten seconds on Google and I find it's like a stock image. And I'm like, okay, Steve. <laughs> thank you. Right. No, thank yeah, you. We Corinne don't. Need, we're not going to post your article, Steve. Because let me see if uh, yeah. Corinne's picture comes up anywhere else. So. She's a fugazi. Can you, believe, can you guess believe. how uh, Corinne is spelled? C O R R I N E. Close. K O R I N. Oh come on! This is not a real human. <laughs> this is not a real human. Living on the beach. Give me a break. Nobody. She does not live on the beach. That. That's Go walk sure. off the pier. 
let's see here. Oh, this self. Is she hot? Well, she look like she uh, hot. Yeah, you know, she's all right. She's doable. Yeah, you would. I would mean, you? I'm, <laughs> I'm not the. Would you? I'm not the pickiest man. Um, let's see. Let me do a zoom in. None of us are. No men are. We pretend yeah. we are, but we're not. Yeah, well, would I you? mean, really, like, yeah, yeah, I think I would. Oh, okay. All right, so th- th- we get a little bit more. Um, we get a, mo- a little Chris, bit. More... I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I'm not asking if you'd hold her hand in the mall. Yeah, I'm no, no, if... no. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not holding her hand, okay. but I'm sure. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, there you go. Uh, so we get a little more detail on self.com. She, she, uh, Carmilla says, Karim is a former New Yorker who now lives at the beach. <laughs> she received, she received a double BA in international relations and marketing from the College of William and Mary, and an MA in interactive journalism from American University. Okay. I guess, listen, maybe Corinne's a nice lady. I, but, think she, uh, I think Corinne's got to pay off some bills here, so that's why she's out of pockets. Yeah, <laughs> student <laughs> loans. Student lo- listen, listen, Bernie's losing, so those those student loans aren't going to pay themselves. Yeah, unfortunately, no. I don't think, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. It, 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 given the events of the last week or so, she needs to turn out a few more articles, because that College of William Mary and the American University, uh, <laughs> I don't think that's getting wiped. Uh, so it says Corinne has been published at the Washington Post, New York Daily News, Cosmopolitan Women's Health, The Bump, Yahoo, among others, at Self. She covers all things health. When she's not at work, Corinne enjoys running, eating tacos, and trying to keep up with her kids. Oh, interesting. Uh, she oh. can pretty much always be found at the beach. Someone else would as well. <laughs> you can read more about her expertise on LinkedIn. So, All right. She's probably is... a nice lady. <laughs> she's got children she's got to pay for. So, I kind of feel bad now. But um, that's still a trash article. Still a trash article. You can't be doing Hot Pocket PR. Well, compared I mean, to like what on. we just did here. You, you know what I mean? Like we, we just gave you so much here and, and, and so much detail and, and all that. And yeah, it's just you, know, you, you want a little bit more out of it. So Listen, sir, we only do New Japan and AEW PR around here. Exactly. Okay? There's right. no Hot Pocket PR unless they want to give us the Nestle, payola. At Nestle. Hit us up. We, uh, we can be bought. Yeah. Slipping at MDMs with Kadani and Khan, and maybe we'll do your PR as well. Okay, we can be bought. Speaking of which, we have an ad this week, don't we? We do have an ad this week. Yeah, you ready for it? Nice transition. That's good. Yeah, before we start talking about coronavirus, it's a good idea. Because I was wondering, like, how are we going to, like, talk about the virus, talk about everything get canceled, talk like heavy-duty business, companies going out of business, and then just smoothly transition into the Roman read. So I like that you're doing it here. So fantastic. Take it away, Joe. Oh, I'm doing a read too. Absolutely. I mean, Great I can do it if you want. Do you want me to do it? I'll do it. I'll do it. I got it. I got this, man. I, I, this is this is your forte, man. Like you know. Okay, let's. I'm make the one it that natural. needs the help. Let's be honest. Joe Lanza doesn't need the help. Rich might need the help, though. You know. <clears throat> Rich, I have a question. Take it away. What do you got? Rich, I have a question. Okay, I have an answer. Maybe. If you were to guess, on average. How many days people in the U.S. have to wait to see a doctor? What would you say? Okay, so we had this question a few weeks ago, and I got it wrong, and I don't remember the right answer. So I'm going to go, well, is this, is this pre- or post-coronavirus? Oh, my God, Rich. Go with the just – 25 on, days, get, Joe. 25 days people through, have to wait. Let's get through the ad here. Um, Damn. Americans have to wait around 29 days to see a doctor. In major U.S. cities, if you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, you want treatment ASAP. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state, all from the comfort of your home. That's right. Roman makes it convenient to get treatment you need 
on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides that the treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan. Maybe you need a little more power. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel anytime. So if you're struggling with ED like Rich, go to GetRoman.com slash VOW for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash VOW for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. There you go. So I, I think, and, and, and again, this is, you know, the read is, is you know, the, the part that they gave us is kind of done or whatever. But let's be honest, Joe, there's no sports for a few weeks. There's no wrestling. You know, yeah. what are you going to do with your time? Read? No one's going to read. No. Time to, no, read? I'm not going to fucking pick up a book and read. So, you know, this is Roman. This sticks on a little bit of an extra, you know, you can't tell the lady, ah, no, I'm watching the game. Like, no, I mean, the game's not on. I know. That's right. So it's it's fucking time, um, I think, right? It's, you know, pointing at the wrist. It's fucking time. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know. Yeah, ladies of the world, watch out. Your men have a lot of free time. A <laughs> lot of free time. Right. Yeah. A lot of free time. I'm going to be washing those sheets frequently. So um, is this part? This isn't the read anymore, I, I said right? I said that I kind of I, – I, I, the read officially stopped, and we kind of added it right here because I'm, I'm, I don't yeah. know if the Roman Corporation wants us saying, you know, hey, that, now, that, now that all the sports are canceled, you're going to fuck your uh, significant other a lot more. But, I mean, yeah. you know. That's not I'm the not worst time to, You know, yet. it's Thursday. I Usually when the podcast is over, I'm, I'm sitting on my ass watching the fucking Pelicans versus, you know, the Warriors or whatever. But that's not happening today. So, you know. Oh, lucky nurse. Yeah, we'll lucky see what nurse happens. We'll see what happens, you know. Lucky nurse. Is she going to be wearing a, a mask to protect you from the uh, from the COVID-19, though? She might, yeah. Well, I mean, she, yeah, she. I don't know what she brings home. So we, we, <laughs> You're 1 million percent getting this disease. Oh, 100%. I've already told people at work that, like, when I know that I have it, I will, I will let you know. Because uh, there yeah. will come a time where she – it's 100% going to be in her hospital. She's 100% going to have it. I'm 100% going to have it. And I just – it's a matter of me just, like – not going to all the old people at my work and like shaking their hands and coughing on them and whatnot. So I've already told uh, everybody I, like, Hey, by the way, in case you don't remember, I am married to a nurse. So at some point I'm probably going to get this. So there you go. I want to note that I've never had the flu. I want to make that clear once again, uh, in case I've never made that clear before. Um, but I'm 1 million percent getting this as well. I mean, my wife's a banker. She's dealing with that filthy money. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Of yeah. all people that are also going to deal with it. She is every single day being handed stuff by people are sharing pens. People are sharing money. People are sharing, you know, banking slips that whatever the hell goes on in the tube, you know, in the drive through. Does she have to do the tube? Does she have occasionally, to do the vault Occasionally. Okay. Yeah. Well, the worst part is uh, she's in charge of the vault. That's her mm, responsibility. Okay. So it has to be counted frequently. I mean, that's a disaster. You know, you got to handle that shit. So, um, you, know, you know, we're both going to be fucking zombies, me and you, within a month. Eat we're not going to stop. We're definitely going to do that. We're going we're gonna to still do the podcast, though, of course. Oh, listen, the podcast has not stopped. I'm not missing the a re- fucking week. Are you kidding? The wrestling doesn't stop. Okay. Well, we got <laughs> it, it sort of does, but kind of. Not Big Japan, but everybody else. The, the, there's ad buys. I'm getting that ad money. Okay, we're talking about something. I'll come on here and talk about Big Japan every week if I have to. 
Okay, I'm not getting that, that ad money's coming in. We just spent 50 minutes talking about Hot Pockets. So if you don't think we can fill up a yeah. show with no yeah. re- if no wrestling happens in the world, and you don't think these two assholes can go on and talk for two and a half hours, then you, listen, you don't know what you're talking about. It's an about. ad week. We're talking about something. <laughs> there's, a, there's a game changer show going on as we speak. Those fucking guys, they don't stop for anything. No, there's blood everywhere. <laughs> guys are like getting knocked out of CT. And it's just, yeah. I, I said, if you ever want to return to normalcy, just watch GCW. And you're like, you know what? Everything's right in the world. It's fine. <laughs> like, I mean, G Raver doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who's even going to stop wrestling <laughs> no. if he contracts the COVID 19. So, um, yeah, there's going to be wrestling to talk about, and we're going to talk about it. Okay. Uh, can't stop, won't stop. We're not going to do it. You know, it's going to keep going every week. There's wrestling talk. WWE's not. Listen, well, I'll talk about Raw from the performance. Well, I won't go that far. Are we going to do Raw from the performance? <laughs> no, center? we're going to watch old wrestling before I watch Raw. So. Now, no AEW from the warehouses in Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, that might be fun a little bit. But yeah, there, there's a, there's something that gets missed a little bit with, you know, empty. And, and it's, it's the same issue that I kind of had with the idea that, like, everything was going to get run without people in the crowd or what and I get why you know I get why that was the the one option that people came up with but I'm thinking in my head like yeah everybody says oh that's fine because I just want to see you know the game or whatever but you don't realize how much of like especially like March Madness yeah it'd have been cool to see you know games or whatever but the crowd's what makes it you know stuff is just not the same when it's 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 a novelty once or twice it's a novelty for a little bit but it really loses a lot because I, I remember this a few years ago when there were the riots in Baltimore uh the White Sox played the Orioles the day after there was a bunch of rioting or the day of a, of a bunch of rioting, I forget exactly what, what, what the scenario was, and they played an empty stadium game. And I was like, oh, this is great. This is cool. You get to hear the sounds of the game. You get to hear, you know, the noise of, of the, you know, the bats getting into the, you know, the, the, the bins, and you hear the crack of the bat, and you hear the bowel bouncing, and you hear, you know, cleats hitting the dugout or whatever. And, like, that's all fun and good for, like, three innings, and then you're like, oh, God, this is really boring. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's eerily. It's eerie quiet, and and basketball games are especially, you know, there there are sometimes where you 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 go to a basketball game and you hear a basketball game and you you see it, and there's like you know there's not that much crowd there, it's very low noise on the crowd, and it, it is it, it's very weird basketball, very very weird, especially when the players are still talking and the coaches are still shouting and all that sort of stuff, yet you don't hear any crowd. It is it is very weird. So the idea that like everyone's just gonna kind of pick it back up with the empty arena stuff and all oh, that's fine. Whatever else to watch it. Like I, I think everybody thinks that they're going to enjoy it more than they're actually going to enjoy not hearing any crowd. It, especially wrestling. I mean, cause you're talking about real sports, at least, you know, those are, those are games and, and, you know, but wrestling you're performing for the crowd. Right. I don't, did you watch any of the DT? Uh, no people gate stuff. No, I there imagine was a, you did, um, but no, there was a Stardom show. Uh, oh, that's what I meant. That had... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was there was also a DDT one. Stardom was the No People Gate. Sorry. Then DDT also had one. But what was the the, the reason I brought DDT up is I, I watched a little bit. I watched some clips on on Twitter or whatnot. Not the whole show or anything. But it was interesting that like guys were doing comedy spots and looking towards where the crowd would be, but there's no crowd there. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And you're like, ah. and that's the problem. Though, was that's going to happen with a lot of guys. I mean, the, you when you're brought up in wrestling, the day. That you, that when you progress past, here's a back bump, here's how you go off the ropes. You're already at, here's how you play the crowd. You, you know, day two, day three, day four, whatever. It's okay, here's what you do to get the crowd to do this. Here's how you look at the crowd. Here's how you play to the crowd. Here's what, you, it, it's all about that, as you said. Yes, there's the technical stuff, but all that's really dependent on. The, so you're going to have like, 
guys on Raw in an empty arena, you know, moving their bodies to go to the hard cam. And there's, you know, I mean, there's no one there. Yeah, well, for the WWE robots, it'll be even harder because it's like muscle memory at this point. But I just mean just the basic concept of working a wrestling match. You're, you know, you're, you're feeling, you're feeding off the crowd. And that's the direction you're taking your match and you're doing things. You're peaking your match in certain places and all of that's gone without a crowd. You know, it's, it's, you know, I I watched a little bit of that stardom and it's just, it's junk. I cannot watch wrestling without a crowd. It's, it's very difficult. It's very different. Um, so, you know, that'll be a challenge. I think, uh, I think for all these shows, they'll have, you know, bare bones talk about AEW and WWE. You know, they'll bring in a small amount of fans or uh, um, WWE's case, they have a, you know, a warehouse full of wrestlers that have never been on TV that they could just use as fans if they want to at the performance center. Um, but the other thing is, and I talked about this behind the paywall a little bit today. We're at peak hysteria right now. Today is going to be the worst day. And when I say today, we're recording on Thursday. Um, who knows what this is going to be like a week or two from now. It could be worse or it could be better and people will have come down from their trees and we're not as anxious. But today is just a really weird day. Right. There's a great so, unknown to today. Like in a week yeah. we're either going to know, fuck, this is awful. God damn it. We knew this was going to be bad. And it's even worse than we thought it was going to be. Or, ah, you know what? It wasn't as bad as we thought. And the precautions we took maybe were the bright idea. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. We can kind of get back a little bit to normalcy. But right now we have no fucking clue what's ahead of us. We're like, shut everything down and let's see what fucking happens in a week. Yeah, because right now all of these – listen, once the NBA suspended their season, that was it for everyone. Because at that point, if you didn't follow their lead, you were going to look like a ghoul. whether you were the NHL or baseball or tennis or right. uh, major league soccer or all the conference basketball tournaments or concert tour or once the NBA wanna, shut it down, whatever large the local health departments where they were holding their tournament told them it was okay. You can not only run your tournament, but you can have fans there. We don't have any cases. We don't see any danger. If you want to run, go ahead. We're giving you the go ahead, but the sec decided to shut it down themselves. They didn't want to deal with the PR. Okay, they had no restrictions. They could have ran their tournament. No one was stopping them. And that was the case for a lot of these entities. But once the NBA shut it down, it's like that kind of forced everyone else's hand. It also got a lot of people off the hook. Now they didn't have to make a decision. It was easy. Just follow the NBA's lead. You know, because it looks like you're doing the correct and responsible thing. Not, you know, that might be a little overly cynical. Some of these. Entities probably just wanted to do the correct and responsible thing, but I'm also a realist, and I know a lot of them didn't. The Big East tipped off today. They wanted to play those games. And the only reason they canceled the rest of their schedule, in the middle of a game, by the way, was because they saw no one else was doing it, and they were starting to get some kickback. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, And, so, and, and to the NBA's, like... There's that element to it as well. Oh, for sure. And to the NBA's credit and their detriment as well is they knew, hey, tomorrow we're going to stop having crowds here, but not today we'll have crowds. 
And then halfway through the Rudy Gobert thing and, and the Jazz and the Thunder, they realized, ah, you know what? Hold on a minute. Let's reel this in. And they were going to have the games later in yeah. the night, too. Like, they didn't cancel that game. The players said, we don't want to go out here. Like, that gets kind of lost in, 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 in this whole thing is that the NBA is still kicking. Into, and they were the first to kind of do it. And like you said, they kind of set the precedent and they kind of move forward or whatnot. But they still had to – it took literally one of their players testing positive for the virus – Getting on the court and them saying, "Holy shit! What are we doing? What are, what's going on? We got to stop this thing right now." And 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 like I said, yeah, they said the season's suspended, but we'll play the rest of the games today. And I think it was the Pelicans were like, "No, fuck that! Like we're done then. You know, we're not getting out there. Like you just said, yeah. the rest of the season's done. Why the hell should we go out there and do that?" So they called the game really on themselves. But the NBA was fully ready to let those games play out, let the rest of the games that were happening play out. So so both to their credit and their detriment, like, again, like you're saying, and and, and you and I kind of, <laughs> the full disclosure, you and I are kind of a little bit different on terms of, uh, uh, you know, what's going on with this whole thing. And we, we'll, we'll maybe get into that as we're we're discussing it a little bit. But the idea that, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, too, that, like, these companies and these entities, especially the NCAA and especially these conferences, probably were good with just saying, you know what, yeah, no fans, just the players, we'll make sure everyone's healthy, we'll make sure everyone's good, we'll do as much testing as we can, we'll clean everything, but, like, we're cool with just letting these things go on because we have TV contracts, we have this, we have that, we have that sort of stuff, but with the Rudy Gobert thing, with the NBA finally saying, okay, no, 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 this is over, this is done, we need to get control of this thing, and really set an example more than anything, made everybody else now decide, okay, look, we gotta do the same thing, too. We can't keep going on with this. if Rudy Gobert didn't test positive last night all of these college basketball tournaments would have happened today with the empty arenas right right and and, and i'm not saying that and, that's right or wrong though i think maybe it became a thing where people realized oh okay like healthy people can exactly. have this thing and people that don't show it because like he, he had shown some symptoms or whatever but he came out he comes out to that game and says yeah i feel fine i feel good i feel ready to go and then they te- you know the the doctor has to run on the court and go no stop hold on you might feel fine but you have this and you're fine because you're a perfectly healthy 29-year-old, whatever the hell Rudy Gobert is or whatever. You're good, but, hey, this referee that you're, you know, tapping on the back or whatever, or, you know, touching, he might, you know, have fucking Crohn's disease. <laughs> like, so, no, we can't have you out here. And this is where it became a thing where I think every sport league realized, okay, maybe we don't have this as under control as we thought, or maybe we aren't as prepared as we thought we all were. But you're absolutely right. If Rudy Gobert doesn't have that, they'll go on for, you know, another two weeks until maybe someone else has a Rudy Gobert I'm, thing gonna... that comes up, so... Yeah, it would have. All of these leagues would continue playing in empty arenas until someone eventually tested positive for the disease, and then or the virus or whatever. Then that league would have canceled everything, and then everyone would have followed suit. It was only this was this was gonna. You know what I'm saying is, don't think that they all just simply had the best interests of the public at heart here. They they'd be playing games right now if this guy didn't test positive. I don't have any doubt in my mind that that that, that would be the case. With the exception of the the leagues that canceled well beforehand, like the Ivy League said three days ago, we're not playing our tournament. Right. I believe they did it in the best interest of fans, players, and staff because they did it three days ago. Right. You can't in good conscience say I'm the Big East is. You can't else. say in good conscience the Big East is doing it because they literally tried today and realized, ah, you know what? Let's stop the game and then this shit right now. Like a game was literally going literally, on. And they said, whoa, whoa, whoa yeah. right, you know what? Reel this back in. We're done. They tipped off their game, and then they looked around and saw no one else was playing, and then they canceled the game at halftime and canceled the rest of the tournament. Okay? So, you know, jerk-off motion to that. I don't buy that all of these entities wanted to do this. Some of them absolutely. And like you're saying, some of them, once they saw, once it became, it sort of sunk in that it was a reality that this thing can affect a healthy young athlete, 
I'm sure some of them were like, oh, maybe we need to reassess and not do this. I, I, I can believe that. But when we have one game, when we have one league tipping off this morning, I mean, come on. I, you know, so, but the bottom line is we're, we're at the point I'm trying to make here is that we're at peak hysteria right now. A week or two weeks from now, when people, you know, if this doesn't get any worse, if I hear the term flatten the curve one more time, I'm going to bash my head through a wall. But if, the, if, if we do manage to flatten the curve and, you know, two weeks from now, uh, people have calmed down a little bit, then it might be a situation where WWE can bring in 300 people to the performance center like they did last night without people flipping out about it. Or AEW can bring in, you know, a small group of 100 to 200 fans to whatever tiny building they're going to run these things in. People will stop uh, because you can't today on Thursday, if you tried to run an event, there was just going to be outrage from all corners because we're at peak hysteria. And that's not me downplaying and saying that it won't get worse. I have no idea. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. Maybe it'll get worse. Maybe it'll get better. I have no idea. It could go. I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, but there's also the possibility that we do flatten the curve. I, can we come up with another term? I'm so sick of hearing flatten the curve. Uh, maybe just for our purposes. Uh, maybe if uh, what, can I say something other than flatten the curve? Give me some ideas. Reduce the uh, okay, not flatten the curve. Um... I got nothing for you. I'm trying to. I, I, I'll, I'm so I'll, sick I'll of nerds saying but... flatten the curve. <laughs> but but if this thing, you know, if okay, so as I record this, I think there's 1,400 cases in the United States, confirmed cases. Okay, I'm not. This isn't CNN. We're not going to get into. Oh, but we're not testing anybody. I don't care. <laughs> I would, but there's okay, four, that's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. There, there's this isn't the show for that. There's 1,400 confirmed cases. Seven days ago, there was 300 confirmed cases. If in seven more days. There's 50,000 or 100,000 confirmed cases. Yeah, this thing's getting worse. If there's fucking 2,200, then all right, there's a few more, but this isn't nearly as bad as the doomsdayers were saying. And I think some people will calm down, and I think um, there won't be such pressure to – or as much pressure as – there today is the peak of the insanity, or at least I'm hoping so. Um you know, so it's like today you kind of just have to play ball. If we're lucky, and, and if- I hope, and 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 not to interrupt you, I've I've been kind of playing this out in my head too. I really do hope that today is is the 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 peak insanity day because if it's not, then fuck, <laughs> like it's not good. If at this time next week there's a day that's even more insane than this one, but let, let's hope that we've reached the peak. But we'll see. Yeah, um, I don't know, and and I think you know as more people see. Um, what the symptoms are, uh, you know, it's maybe that'll calm some people. I, I don't think a lot of people understand it either. No, I mean, no, no. I mean, there was, I mean, God, until, not, until a day ago, you had people saying, I don't even think this thing is real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, ah, this isn't a Yeah, thing. you have, you have the, I don't think it's real people. Then you have the people who think everyone's going to die. And unfortunately, those are the two loudest groups. So the two extremes the the doomsday people who want to whip everybody up into a frenzy and the people who just don't take it seriously at all the two groups that no one should be listening to they have the most amplified voices you know and that's and 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 to me that's a problem you know i don't i don't i, I don't like i i don't you know i don't like fear mongering i don't like people giving worst case scenarios i don't i don't like that because i don't think humans can handle that that's why we have no toilet paper, because people can't handle 
worst case scenarios. And worst case scenarios are are called that for a reason. It's it's you know it's it's not the likeliest outcome. But if you if you feed that to people, that's you know I think human the human mind is just we're like designed to just we have a panic trigger, you know. And and I think a lot of people operate that way. And I just don't like it. I don't right. think there's, it's there's no rice or pasta. Like like Michelle just went out to to, to stores before the show started and, and tried to get anything. Just try to get anything at the store for like her lunches over the next few days. There's she said there's literally nothing at the stores. They were empty. I mean, what do people think is going to happen? I, I mean, know, like you can still get toilet paper, guys. Why would we run out of food and toilet paper? Relax. Okay, I, I mean, geez, I mean, no, we don't want any of any, any of our elderly loved ones to get this thing. It'd be horrible, you know, it, or in certain segments of the population and with bad immune systems. I get it. You know, it's not that I'm downplaying it, but it doesn't do any good to create mass panic either. That does no one any good. You know, just wash your fucking hands and, and be more prudent about things and, and – you know, if you if you're sick or you catch this thing, hang out in the house for a week, and and let it play out. I mean, you know, it's out of our control now. Until these people figure out uh, kind of vaccine or whatnot, and it no. seems as though there's progress in that direction. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, well, I'm not as cynical as you. I mean, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's like you can be cynical, or you know, I mean, I, look. All I know is, and it's like I know this is different. I get it. Every time one of these comes up, the doomsday scenarios are out there and they never play out. I, you know, and it, it's like, why would I think this would be any different? I, I don't, you know, it's, it's, you see these estimates, 450,000 Americans are going to die. 19 million Americans are going to catch this thing. It's like, why? That was a leaked slide, American Hospital Association presentation that was deliberately meant to be the worst possible worst case scenario and humanly possible. Someone got a hold of this and and tweeted it and it became news and all it did was scare people. Why are you doing that? That that, that person should like be arrested for that. That's a horrible thing to do to people. To scare people in that manner. You know, if 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 the doctors and and uh, and the surgeon general and people like it wanted you then they would then they would feed this this is it's, it's scare tactics. You know, I I don't know. I didn't want to get off on this tangent, but um, you know, it's at this point, it's you know, we've canceled all large gatherings with the exception of Vince McMahon, which we'll get to uh, in a second, recording, of course. Yeah. Not. <laughs> okay, so well, this fun. is the transition. I mean, yeah, I, you know, that's like the last large gathering that as now listen, people might listen to this two, three, four days from now, and you know, it's complete. That's the thing. It's so weird because everything's so fluid. That this is a weird show to try to attempt to do because we're only working off the information that we have now and the information changes literally every hour. But um, Tampa basically said, well, it's up to him, which I think is kind of shitty from Tampa's perspective. I mean, make a fucking decision, um, you know, and because, you know, and, and now what's what's Vince going to do? I mean, he's going to it seems as though. If, if he wasn't going to cancel today when everyone on earth was canceling for the reasons we already laid out, okay, then it seems to me that he wants to wait it out and see if something closer to my scenario plays out where people kind of calm down over the next week or two. 
The problem is how many we're only like 20, what, 23 days out or something 20, like that. Yeah, 23 or 24 days out. So we're, we're pretty close. This isn't like something that's 45 days away or May or whatever. In, in that case, like and, and that's where I kind of stand on this thing. I think what we're doing right now is, is, is the best plan of attack right now is we're trying to kind of figure this thing out, figure out what's going to happen, figure out how much this is going to spread, all that sort of stuff, yada, yada. Again, this isn't that show uh, to do that. But <clears throat> I think what they're doing now is the right move. But I am not in favor of like, okay, you know, in June, let's cancel everything. Like, hold on a minute. <laughs> like, let's see how, you know, the rest of March goes. Let's see how a little bit of April goes before we start canceling things in May and June and July and all that sort of stuff. So if WrestleMania was in May or June or whatever, then yeah, of course you would just say, hey, let's play it out. Let's see what's going to happen. But we're 24 days away. I mean, people are legitimately going to be leaving to go to this trip. In, you know, what are we talking? Like, people sometimes go there on Monday or whatever. You know, it's a whole week for a lot of people. It's a whole vacation for a lot of people. So we're talking, you know, not even like 24 days from when WrestleMania starts. But, God, look at your calendar, man. That shit starts, you know, the 23rd is the first events that are going on. You know what I mean? Like, the 30th events are starting to go on and stuff. So, like, this is a big deal. We're like, yeah, we're, 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 we're two weeks out, basically. So the idea is, and, and, and essentially what they're doing is, and, and this is, a, real quickly, here's, here's kind of what the, the representatives uh, from Hillsborough Commissioner is, is the guy that was quoted uh, in this Wrestling Inc. piece. He says, right now, WrestleMania is about three weeks. Uh, we came to the conclusion that at this point, we don't want to pull that plug. However, we wanted to give it at least a week to see what's going to happen, if WWE was going to do anything at all. If they don't at that point, I will suggest that we do come together for an emergency meeting to discuss what to do at that particular point in time. Why was today not that meeting? Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Why can't you settle that today? <laughs> like, what is? Yeah. I, I don't. I honestly think, best case scenario, I don't know if in a week's time we're like, all right, everything's good, everybody go back to normal. Like, I don't think we're there yet. I think maybe we'll have a better idea in a week's time. Uh, is this going to get better or? Worse? But I really don't think in a week we're going to be able to say, you know what, fuck it, let's bring ninety thousand people from all across the world to Tampa Bay, Florida, you know, Florida to watch WrestleMania. Like, I really don't think that's going to happen in a week. But who the hell? Knows? Right. We might know where. We might know where it's trending better in a week, but. We may have flattened the curve. There you go. See, good use of it. Where we can start saying, okay, you know what? Let's do another few weeks. Is this what what you'll know in a week is? Okay, our plan has our idea of 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 siphoning people off, keeping people kind of isolated, that sort of stuff. The stuff that's worked in other countries, it's working here. Good. Okay, let's keep doing this for a few more weeks, and then we'll talk in 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 April if it's a good time to start kind of addressing new city. But like in a week's time, we're going to decide that ninety thousand people need to come to Tampa Bay for you know. Uh, a wrestling show like i i i don't know if that's happening but yeah i it, it's this is um, this is really weird and and the thing is that we're going to talk about i think we're going to spend more time less so on wrestlemania because it is what it is wb doesn't want to you know they're waiting for tampa to say you can't run the show and if tampa's not going to say that you can't run the show wb's going to say all right well we'll see what happens you know fuck it we don't care <laughs> you know Vince McMahon doesn't give w- a shit wwe would greatly prefer somebody else make that decision for them so that they can go on TV and not be the bad guy. Yeah, and, and, but- and, and here's exactly what their quote was. So this is the, this is their statement to CBS Sports. It uh, says, while we remain committed to hosting WrestleMania at Raymond James Stadium on Sunday, April 5th, we're putting together contingency plans in place in the event that it is canceled by government officials, civil authorities, and or local venues. The health and safety of our fans, performers, and employees are our top priorities, and we are monitoring the situation closely with our partners and government officials in Tampa Bay. So yada, yada, you don't have to care about anything that... that the line that you have to care about, or the half a line you have to care about, is in the event that it is canceled by government officials, civil authorities, and or local venues. That's not saying yeah. that we are going to address the situation and come to a conclusion, right? 
That doesn't say we are gonna we are gonna decide internally and externally with our partners that they say point blank canceled by government officials, civil authorities, and or local venues. So until Raymond James Stadium or Tampa Bay or Tampa or whatever says you can't run the show, I guess they're running it. Or Florida or Trump. Right. They're waiting for yeah, they're waiting for the US government, the state, the city, or Raymond James Stadiums to say not here. And even if Raymond James said not here, I don't believe, you know what I mean? Like, they might find another plan to do this. They, you know, so they're f- flat out saying there that they are not going to cancel it on their own. They need to be canceled by government officials, civil authorities, and or local venues. That's all you need to know right there. This is a game of chicken right now. That's what it is. Yeah. And and I'm dealing, I, you know, I, I was dealing with this over the last few days at, at, at the shoot job as well, because I'm not going to get into all the details or whatnot, but we are supposed to go to a trade show. Um, actually, I think it's the same weekend as WrestleMania. And what happened was, is earlier this week, a bunch of, like, 35 companies that are supposed to go there. And it's a huge trade. Like, 150, 200 companies come from all across the world or whatever. Well, about 30 or 40 of the big wigs in the, in the industry all pulled out of this, this conference. So our company, which cannot afford to just say, you know what, we'll eat this money, whatever, we're backing out or whatever, had to basically wait for this conference to, to, to say that they were going to not run. Well, the conference, looking at the, you know, all their big, you know, guys backing out or whatever, is looking at this going, okay, look, we can't afford... To, to, to say, oh, yeah, we cancel and refund everybody's, you know, booth deposits or all that sort of stuff. So we were playing literally a week where, where our bosses were saying, look, we're not going to go, but don't say that we're not going to go. If people ask you if we're going, say we're going. Because we don't want them to know that we're not going. We want them to cancel so we can get our money back. Right. That's not unlike what's happening here, and we're going to talk about that for all of the WrestleMania weekend as well is the idea, like, people are really quick to say, oh, they should cancel, they should not do this, oh, they should, you know, and it's easy for the NBA to say, yeah, we're going to cancel. The NBA is fine. The NBA will be okay. You know, Mark Cuban isn't going to be in a bread line because the NBA canceled or, or, or suspended their season. MLB will be fine. You know, these college conferences, they'll be fine. You know, Game Changer Wrestling might not be fine. Just saying, you know what? Right. We ran, we rented out the Cuban Club for a week. We bought all these plane tickets. We 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 got a, a, a you know a wrestling license from the commission or whatever. But you know what? In the interest of our wrestlers and our fans or whatever, we're going to eat that X amount of money and be safe. You know, when we get down to it, it's nice and easy, and it, it's really easy to go on the internet and say, "Oh, they should cancel." I can't believe they don't cancel. That's not your fucking bank. That's you know, it's not your you know bank account that's going to be bled dry because of that. Right. You know, it, it's yeah. real yeah. easy to say that sitting, you know, <laughs> you know, sit, sitting in the, yeah. in the peanut gallery, say, oh, I can't believe they're still going to run the show. That's unbelievable. They shouldn't run the show. Well, yeah, they don't want to be out $50,000. These guys can't afford losing $50,000. Big Japan Pro Wrestling cannot. It, 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 we, look, point blank. Look at what's going on in Japan right now. I keep telling people when they say, well, why isn't this indie closing? Why isn't this indie doing this? I said, look at Big Japan in Japan. The reason they're running while all these other companies aren't running is because they literally cannot afford to not run. Yep. It's not because they don't care. You know, it's not because they're like, ah, fuck it. We don't think this thing belongs. They're saying, look, we can stop running, but we're going to stop running forever. Then. We, can't, we, we need these, these, this money. We need to run. Yeah. And unfortunately, this is a top-down issue right now with Tampa not stepping up and saying, you know what? No, none of these events are going to happen in our city. WrestleMania is canceled, and because the second that they canceled WrestleMania, and I know you touched about this a little bit on, on, on patreoncom slash wrestling, uh, by the way, in your new, news update, is that the second Tampa says, "Okay, WrestleMania can't run," all these other guys are ready to say, "Okay, well, Tampa said we can't run, so we can't run." Yeah, but Tampa didn't say that, and WWE hasn't said it. No. no. So now we're in this weird situation, so- like you know, wh- 
if you're Brett Lauderdale, what you, the fuck do you do? Right. And, and, and I agree. I mean, people really need to lay off the collective WrestleCon and WWN lay off for a minute. I mean, can we give this a chance to breathe? I mean, you know, it's like you said, this is not the same scenario as the NBA or the NHL where they will survive, you know, give this a chance to breathe and, and, and let these scenarios play out. I mean, can I read you the tweet, the Alex Jabali tweet? Absolutely. Oh, that was incredible. Uh, yeah. I think he, he sums it up perfectly for anybody. And he's, he's wrestling adjacent. So it's a good, it's a good opportunity to, to, to bring him up. So former, uh, former write up in the, uh, the new Japan ebook, by the way, as well. Yeah. Um, so Alex Jabali had this to say, cause he's got one of his CEO events in Orlando. Uh, anyway, I'll just read the tweet. Transparent mention, I cannot cancel this event unless the city or hotel asks me to, enacting force majeure. I don't know if I'm pronouncing force majeure correctly. I'm not good at my French, um, but I, th- I think that's, I think majeure or something like that. But I think you're, you're on the right path there. So, Okay, and then he says, Google it if you don't know what that is. And he says, everything in Orlando is open for business. No confirmed cases. Disney is open. If I cancel by my own choice, instant bankruptcy. Please understand my situation. Okay. Now, since then, Disney has closed. Since he sent that, tweet. I was gonna say I was gonna see if but, Orlando has has done anything big picture wise, but I think they just said that Universal and Disney are closing, but Orlando but didn't the, didn't say they were doing the, that. The more important point, though, to what you're saying, he can't just pack up and cancel this thing, even if he wants to, which it sounds like he wants to. He probably would prefer to cancel this event, but then his words: instant bankruptcy. You sink all of that money into events, into the event, and then you don't get any return. You're done. His events are done. He's done personally. You're fucked. So what? He's left holding the bag until Orlando or the hotel kick him out. Then he could recoup. He's telling you that straight up. So you don't think some of these promoters in Tampa are under the same circumstances or similar circumstances? That's why you need the layoff. Right. Get off of Twitter. Stop trying to score likes on Twitter by, you know, being Mr. Fucking I care about people. You need to cancel. They may want to cancel. Give this a chance to play out. At the end of the day, who you need to be getting on is Tampa. Is is Tampa? Yeah. Or Florida or WWE. WWE can take the hit. Vince McMahon can say right now, I'm postponing WrestleMania to a later date. And there's Plenty of football stadiums who will take him in June. Believe me. He'll be fine. He's going to draw his 60,000 people somewhere sometime if he wants to. Get on them. Don't get on the collective. To Because who are you to demand that they can? What's the difference whether they cancel it today or wait a week when there's some more clarity and when they can recoup possibly some of their money? What's the difference? Now, if they run and you feel like they're putting people in danger and a month from now there's 150,000 cases of this thing in America and, and they're running anyway and some of these dopes actually go and they're putting people in danger and you want to bury them, bury them under the earth. Don't bury them today. That's not fair. Because you don't know what they're thinking now. And this is very stressful for them and everybody else. And this all just happens. This is all fresh. It's all new. And and these are very hard decisions to make. So just give it a little time. It's not gonna not one person is gonna get infected 
they make the decision today versus a week from today. So just you know, give them give them time to work it out. Not what to do here. So I completely agree. Some people are being very unfair. So, so a, a really a really good tweet came out as we were kind of recording this from Christy. I believe it's Schaefer is, is how you pronounce her last name, but I, I don't know exactly what that is. And it's 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 she's talking about the WrestleCon situation. So she is she's married to Michael, who owns WrestleCon. So I thought this is a really another really good telling one as well. So the, unfortunately, these people have had to kind of do this stuff that like normal people would know. You, you know what I mean? Like I, I see as we're as we're recording this right now, Brett Lauderdale is kind of like, hey, I don't have that insurance that you guys all say we that I should have. Like, yeah. you know, I'm fucking I'm Brett Lauderdale. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have fucking fifteen thousand dollar insurance, you idiots. Like, I see him tweeting this right now, and I kind of want to tell him, like, I understand, dude, I get it. But I, I, he's not tweeting at us. He's kind of telling you know people that they're like, well, you should have. No, I don't have that. You know, I'm running. Here's what he said. Here, I'll just <laughs> right, read right, it. Yeah, go he ahead. Says, he says, find me an insurance policy that covers acts of God and then find one that is willing to back it up right now. Right. Our B&Bs aren't exactly covered in the extraordinary circumstances policy. They're in a rock and a hard place here. So what harm does it do for him to wait it out? Because, again, this is the, un- this is the great unknown. There's a slim chance, but maybe in 24 days the- they do flatten the curve. Maybe some of these restrictions are lifted in some of these places. Maybe it's a little bit safer to do these things. You know, and 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 maybe it's not the end of the world if they run, or maybe it's still super dangerous and they do cancel. And you know, maybe, but but you know, it, it's like, what's the difference whether he cancels now or cancels in two weeks? If you buy a ticket at this point, that's on you. You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah, I heard like, that thing. Like, like the like, arguments, like, oh, well, they're still trying to you know sell tickets. Well, yeah, you're an idiot if you buy a ticket right now. <laughs> like, what, what are you if doing? If you buy a ticket right now, that's on you. You're you're right. the world's dumbest bad. person. You're a fucking moron. Yeah, I'm not gonna feel bad for you. You know, so and I'm sure that if they do cancel, they'll take care of everybody. If they don't, again, let's all bury them under the earth. I'm all for it. But let's cross these bridges when we get to them, and let's have a little empathy for the situation that these people are. This, who could have foreseen this? And he's telling you straight up that his insurance doesn't cover it. Right. And we've heard from we've heard from people that work in bigger companies than you know Brett Lauderdale's collective slash GCW that says that we're getting screwed and, the, and this thing isn't being covered, you know, by our insurance. And these are oh, people that yeah. can take I the mean, hit. These people can take the hit. You know, Brett Lauderdale probably can't take this hit. What's the best way I can Okay. This is what we were told by another wrestling promoter. Yeah. Who that's, that makes is, more money and, and has more money than Brett Lauderdale me. does. He can handle the hit more than anyone we've mentioned on this entire podcast, including Vince McMahon. And what this promoter had to say was business interruption insurance isn't covering the pandemic. Everyone is getting screwed. End quote. There you go. So, you know, no one's getting covered here. So can you blame them for, you know, waiting it out? And not making the rash decision today. Listen, these basketball conference, these these uh, uh, NCAA, uh, the, these uh, basketball conferences, they were playing games today. They had to make a decision today. These sports leagues had games scheduled today. Their hands were forced. They had to make a decision today. These shows aren't for another twenty four days. So again, it's not harming anyone. To Sleep on it, let it play out, and see what happens. Because you have 24 days to cancel. 
to me, the onus here is on Tampa and it's on WWE because whatever those two decide is really going to drive the decision-making for everybody else. I mean, the city of Tampa could end this real fast and just kick everybody out. Right. I'm, I'm shocked that they didn't today. I mean, we've seen so many other cities do this. I have local municipalities by me that, that are doing this, even though they really don't have to. But, but like everyone's kind of getting out ahead of this and just saying, OK, look, like we're I Tampa looks like they're the only one that are like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. You guys figure it out. And it's like, what? No, what? Hold on. That's for you to figure out. But they, they've decided to buck the, you know, said. And we talked about this, you know, and, and you tweeted out earlier in the day, too. We all, when when the notes were made for the show, I made the notes with, okay, Tampa's going to tell WrestleMania you can't run, and now what are the Indies going to do? Are they going to decide, okay, with WrestleMania not running, is it still worth it for us to run? Are we still considered a, a, a large gathering if we only have 200 people or whatever? Should we still run because we have our – and now it's even like – those notes are – I wiped those notes out because I was like, I cannot believe that Tampa's saying, you know what, WrestleMania? <laughs> Figure it out in a week. I don't know. Whatever. It's it's so it's left these indies with it with not only the scenario that I laid out of like all right WrestleMania is not running but do we still run? Can we still get under the not large gathering? But the idea that like oh you're not going to help us out at all. You're not going to give us any sort of lifeboat. It's all up to us now to do this. It's all up to us well, to it's, cancel. It's, well, Rich, it, it's just like your boss and Alex Jabali. Uh, it, it's advantageous to wait around and see if the venue kicks you out so you get your money back. Right. You know, and and look, you're never, you're not getting those the, the those plane that plane ticket money back. You're not getting any of that back, in all likelihood. You know, they put out all this money for um, you know, for travel and who knows with the hotels. Maybe you can recoup some of that. Well, merch but is not a big if thing you too. cancel. People, that's the key here. People th- forget about this too with wrestling. Like you got tons of like area, you know specific merch for that weekend, area specific merch. I mean, God, how many random collective shirts are out there? <laughs> you know what I mean that are that are you know, touting these these. These shows are whatnot, and yeah, like you said, you're you're not getting any of that stuff back. You're not getting any of that back. But if 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 you wait for these venues to kick you out, you could recoup some of it at least. So why should they be in a hurry to cancel? Right. It'd be bad business to come out and cancel. Yeah, why? So they can get your Twitter like, and you can pat them on the back. This is business, and they're not hurting anybody right now by not canceling. That's the other thing I don't understand. What are they hurting right now? What is WrestleCon hurting by not canceling right now? Because, again, if your ticket was bought, I mean, that's not going to change anything. And if they cancel two weeks from now, you're still going to get your money back. And if you're buying a ticket since yesterday, you're a complete idiot. So I don't understand who it hurts that they're not canceling. Why, why do we need them to cancel right this second? That, that no one can answer for me. I don't understand. Let me read that this, this tweet from from uh, Christy. I, again, I forget. I, I'm sorry if I get her name wrong, but I believe it's Schaefer is the last name. But uh, again, I, I, I I'm sorry if I get it wrong. But uh, it's a, it's a, it's a long tweet, but I think it's a very insightful tweet as well. So she says, "My name is Christy. If you've attended RussellCon before, you've likely met me at the door. If you're new, you've probably seen me on Twitter. I'm a college professor. RussellCon is my side hustle. I'm married to Michael. He owns RussellCon. He started a company in his college dorm room over 20 years ago, and that company and its small staff run RussellCon each year." We live in Charlotte with our three dogs. We are regular people who work hard every day to bring you WrestleCon each year. By the way, the idea that she has to do this is, is absurd, but here we are anyway. Yeah. It's, it's sad that this lady has to say, hi, I'm a normal human being. Like, you know, I don't yeah. make millions of dollars on WrestleCon, and my husband owns it. Like, but anyway, the, the fact that she has to do this is, is ridiculous. But anyway, I'm, I, I, I guess I appreciate that she is doing it. But yeah, for the people that, that need this, I, I 
I really, you know, whatever. Uh, Michael is the hardest working person I've ever met. Most days I feel like I'm married to a wrestling convention. Whether it's booking talent, promoting shows, creating new aspects of the event, designing logos, you name it. Michael is thinking about it 16 to 18 hours a day. We, I, I mentioned we are small. There are about eight of us who work in some capacity throughout the year to bring WrestleCon to the fans. Those eight people also bust their asses day in and day out. Those eight people are also frustrated, emotionally exhausted, and overwhelmed by the current situation regarding the coronavirus. I'm writing this because I want you to understand a little bit more about our company. We do the best we can each year and I am so damn proud of the event Michael created. We've gained your trust along the way and that means the world to us. We have no intention of breaking that trust. You have so many choices for many a weekend and you choose to spend your money with us. We don't take that lightly. As I said, this is a little bit long, but here's, the, here's where I think stuff gets really insightful. We don't have enough information right now to make a decision. We know you have questions. I wish we had answers. Me and Michael spent hours last night talking through various scenarios. Not in a big corporate office, but at our kitchen table. We're using the information we have and attempting to make the best decision we can. We just don't have one yet. WrestleCon takes a full year of planning before things get crazy. Takes a full year of planning, sorry. Before things got crazy last week and we were already working on LA. We've signed venue contracts in LA. This is a large scale event run by a small group of people. We can't easily just say, let's reschedule it and we will postpone it. It's just not that simple. There are a lot of things right now that we don't know, but there is one thing I know for sure we will do right by our customers. I don't know what that means exactly, but we are honest, hardworking people. We know you are too. We will, we will not keep your money. If it's owed back to you, we will refund those who can't travel. We will address all those things. We just can't address them today and probably not tomorrow. We need a little bit more time to sort this through. I'm writing this from my couch. Michael will be home from work soon. We will eat a quick dinner and get back to work. Lots more discussed at the kitchen table tonight. You know what we do. Just we, you, you will know what we know as soon as we know. Thanks. That's from Chris I mean, Kate. come on. What a tremendous, tremendous, whatever that is. Facebook, but what is that? It's a, it's a Twitter post, but yeah, it, it, you know, a, a multiple multi-image Twitter post there that she put on on the notes app. I, I mean, geez, if if that doesn't uh, if that doesn't get you to back off, if you're one of these barking dogs, I don't know what will. I mean, geez, you know, give them a chance to figure something out here, please. The all these people want to do is lose a little less money at this point. They're all going to take a bath. Because Rich, none of this, none of these matches are going to happen. If you're asking me today, oh god, I don't no. think that, no, nothing's going to nothing's going to run that weekend. Somebody will make the decision, and, and nothing's going to run. Yeah, to me, there's not going to be a single wrestling match in 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 Tampa WrestleMania weekend. And so these people are just they're looking for a way to just lose a little bit of less money. I mean, you know, it, it's and these are small again. These are small time operations, you know, and just just give it some time. You know, and it, it, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's pretty frustrating uh, to see some of the stuff, and 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 if you have tickets, I get it, but I look, I'm sure that you know we're all, all, the, all look, the, we're all being put. Everything is weird right now. Nobody's yeah. happy with what's going on right now. Nobody. Yeah, and, and again, this is the weirdest. This is the weirdest 48 hours. It really is. That's a big point when I made behind the paywall, but um. You know, it's it's not things aren't going to feel normal for another day or two. Um, if you remember nine eleven, it was the same way. I'm not comparing the two things, but it's a similar kind of feeling when you get up in the morning. You well, know, you're just wondering just when normal. things are going to get back to normal. Is is I yeah. remember the for people that weren't alive during nine eleven, it wasn't. It, there was the shock of what was going on, but then there was also the shock of like, okay, when you know tomorrow when I wake up, what's it going to feel like? The next day, when's it going to like? You were wondering how long is it going to take until things are back to normal. Like, will yeah. things ever go back to normal? There was that idea, too. Like, okay, th- th- things will never go back to normal after this. 
And you might argue that things maybe haven't gone back to normal. But it was, okay, everything stopped. Every newscast was about one thing. There were no sports. There was no this. There was no that. There, it was just like, okay, when will I be able to turn on my TV and just be able to watch? You, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that, like, it shouldn't have happened that way. But there's this idea that you have in your head of, like, okay, when, when, when does this all stop? And when does, like, we go back to work? When do we go back to talking about sport? Like, when do we go back to normalcy? Or do we ever go back to it? It's that weird thing, too, where you have to think in your head, like, is this always, is this now what it's always going to be? That's how, I remember, because I was, like, you know, God, what was I? I was uh, 13 or 14, I think, when 9-11 happened. And I didn't really quite, I, I didn't quite comprehend it as much. So I had that idea as well of, like, okay, well, is this kind of our new normal now? Is this just what my life is now? Whatever this thing is. Yeah. It's, it's a situation where there's a, you know, they hit the pause button on society. That's what we're in right this second. There's a pause button on society. And it's weird because, you know, you're still going to work in the morning and, and, and doing these things, but, but something's off. And it would be different if these events were happening tomorrow. You know, or it would be different if these events were happening today. But um, it, it, there is no harm in, in these people waiting it out to, 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 you know, take the best course of action in a patient and well-thought-out way. Don't worry about your $50 WrestleCon ticket. They'll give you your money back if they cancel. They'll give you, they did, she flat out said she'll give you your money back if you can't travel. Right. And, and, and worry you know, about that later. Right. And, and and not to bring my like shoot job into this again, but there was a thing where what we were doing is we were calling because a lot of people come and like they meet us at the event or whatever and they come because we're there. So we, we made we made a call to a lot of those people that come from overseas and just said, hey, look, I don't know if you're still trying to come, but just to let you know we're, we're we don't you know, you can cancel your stuff. We can't officially say that we're canceling yet. But, like, don't waste your time. Don't waste your money. Don't you, you know what I mean? Like, as a make good, like, we didn't want these people to think that we were still going to the event. But we couldn't tell the company that we were still going to the event. And that's kind of what we're at in this weird thing. Again, where, yeah. you know, we're not a big company either. You know, I, I'll, I'll say Life Fitness is a huge fitness company. They just ate the fucking cost and said, we don't give a shit. Whatever. Cool. They can do that. <laughs> you know, my company cannot do that. You know, and I also think today's conversation is different than a hypothetical conversation where Tampa says, all clear, we're good here. If you guys want to run WrestleMania and run all these events, that's fine. And then WWE decides they're a full go. And then some of these indie groups decide uh, that they're going to stick with it and it's a full go. I think then we could have a different conversation of, okay, is it smart to go if you have a ticket? Is it irresponsible of Tampa to be letting these people come? Is it irresponsible of WWE to be running WrestleMania? Is it irresponsible? of the collective and WrestleCon and WWN Live to be holding their events. I think we have that conversation if that's the scenario that plays out. I don't think that's the conversation we have today. I think these are two drastically different conversations. Uh, And I I just don't think they're the same. Um, Because again, I I don't know if they genuinely – look, I'm sure to them what they want to have play out is this thing gets much better very quickly – and it's reasonably safe to hold these events and you know they they lose as little money as possible and they're able to run but i think that's pie in the sky at this point when you see major league baseball backing up the start of their regular season and and the nba could be done for good and um so i think that might be a little pie in the sky to hope for that 
But I don't think it does them any harm to wait out another week or two to see if that plays out. Well, and, and the other thing, too, is like they literally I mean, what, what, what scenario do you want? Do you want them to eat this money and, and go out of business? Because they could do that. You know what I mean? Like. That, oh, but hey, listen, they'll, they'll get your Twitter like, though. Right, exactly. Oh, hey, we, and, you know, we're going to cancel a WrestleMania event, but now we're never running an event ever again, and now I'm, I'm yeah. $80,000 $80, in debt because I couldn't get any money back on the weekend. And, you know, again, right. like, this is so ironic given that, like, last year everybody got so mad at us for, you know, so, oh, you want to put these companies out of business and all this sort of stuff. And all the same people that are saying that are, oh, you have to cancel, you have to cancel. No, <laughs> realize, idiot, that you'd be putting them out of business by telling them to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where do, is, where yeah. do you guys think this indie wrestling money is? Have you guys been to an indie show? Have you talked to an indie wrestler? Have you talked to an indie promoter? Like, where do you think this money's coming from? I, I mean, <laughs> what are you doing? Listen, think I, for a second. I, these guys rented an entire venue for a week. That's not that's not free. <laughs> like, I listen. I've seen many lo- I've I've seen many lonely walks to an ATM at the end <laughs> right, of the show. I, I've seen the I drive. I've I've heard I, of you know. You've heard all the stories of the promoter going. Ah, I'll be right. Back. <laughs> like, get, the, get the fuck out of there as quickly as you could. You know, jump I in the car. I appreciate the cartoons. Yeah, thank you. Thank down you. Down the know. facts, Sally. That was very nicely done. Um, but everyone's got. It. You talk to any wrestler ever, and they have the story of the promoter that. You know, ah, yeah, one sec, I'll be right back with the checks and, you know, or the cash, and then they're gone. They're fucking, yeah, or you said, there's nothing like the promoter making the the scratch in the back of his head and (sighs) looking at his phone wondering, how do I, how do I tell my wife? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Making that withdrawal out of the ATM. (laughs) I've seen it with my own eyes, you know? Um, They put the card in, you know how it asks for, for, you know, checking or or savings. They have to hit the savings button, (laughs) like... Is there anything more painful than slapping that savings button? <laughs> Never. You're like, oh. It's the worst, isn't it? It's like, ugh, I can't believe I have to do it. I mean, we've all <laughs> right. been there. Not for running an indie shows, but. God, no. Yeah, um, because that's what, that, I don't want that to happen to me. That's why we never run an indie show. But, yeah, that idea of, yeah, the two scenarios come up, and you got to hit that bottom button for the savings. Yeah. Do you want to balance? No. I don't. Just let me do this. <laughs> you, know, you know what it was for me? It was when I was gambling. Yeah, it was this. It would always, I would. I would. I lived at the time. I lived. I lived near my bank to where I could walk. So I would always make that painful walk to the bank on Monday morning before I met up with my guy on the corner. You know, and uh, you make that. You make that withdrawal, and you ask for the envelope. Right? You ask for the envelope. Yeah, can I have the envelope? Can I have a little white envelope? And then you don't even want to look at it. You know, and then then I'd meet up with my guy and just hand him the envelope. No eye contact. You know, very depressing. And that's why you stop gambling, you know, but indie wrestling, it's a gamble. And a lot of times it's a gamble where they know they're going to lose, you know, and WrestleMania weekend is where they, a lot of these guys would make all their money that would carry them through the year. Yeah. 11 months worth of money is, 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 is sometimes made on WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Carries them through the year, you know, the money they make here. And, um, you know, a lot of the promoters that are running underneath the umbrellas of these bigger promoters like the collective and WrestleCon and WWN and all that. And you have these, you know, these promoters running shows under those umbrellas. I mean, at this point they're at the mercy of these umbrellas, you know, and, and, and the guy to just cancel their individual show and, and get heat, you know, and it's like, they're in a tough spot too. You know, you know, what do you, what do they do? 
because if, if if they decide fuck it, I'm canceling, and they set off a domino effect, or you know, and plus they're going to piss the talent off. I talked to one promoter today, and he's like, "It's not even about getting heat with the other promoters; it's about getting heat with the talent, right? Because a lot of this talent still wants to go and still wants to work because it's their most profitable weekend, you know. And it's like, and 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 he's like, I don't want to be the one to cancel because I don't want to piss off the exact words where I don't want to piss off the few remaining draws left on the scene. So there you go right there too. That's another factor. So, you know, there, there's, it's a whole host of things to think about. And, you know, it's just, I just, I just wish people would be a little more patient with the little guys and the further down the chain you go, the, the smaller those guys get. You know, and, and if they, if, if eventually some of these guys make bad decisions, you don't think Rich and I will come on here and bury them under the earth. I mean, come on. You've listened to this show long enough. I don't think today's the day for that. That's all. No, in, in a few weeks, if this shit's still running, we're going to bury them for their shit shows and call them out for their terrible booking. Hey, listen, two separate issues, my man. That's what I'm saying. I, but I'm, I'm saying, though, we're, we're going to do that. Like, we'll do that show. If, if none of these shows cancel... The collective, which we just said, hey, you assholes, don't put the collective out of business. We're about to say, yeah, the collective fucking sucks, and these shows stink. Yeah, don't go. <laughs> no, but no, but but seriously though, like you know, that to me, it's like it, 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 it but that's like two drastically different exactly. conversations. Right, right, right. You know, it's like that's critical. That's critique. You know, and that's one thing. Don't you think I want all these shows to happen? That's going to be our most listened to show of the year, especially after last year. Yeah, our entire been... site. I mean, my God, this site especially. We do so much coverage of WrestleMania weekend uh, in terms of previews, podcasts. Like, I have it lined up, ready to go. And I thought after today, hey, guys, you know, after today, we're not going to do the preview podcast. We're not going to do the written previews. I don't know what the fuck to do right now. <laughs> it's like we're still in this, like, holding pattern. But we do the, 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 the schedule on the site where we are number – if you search WrestleMania weekend, our site comes up first. Thanks to the hard work of uh, Ricardo Gallos that, that gets all those cards up there and gets yeah. everything up there and, 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 and make sure that people have an actual place to find the cards for WrestleMania weekend. Like for all these fucking dopes last year that were saying, oh, you guys want this shit to go out of business. Nobody wants WrestleMania weekend to be more successful than you and I do. Yeah. So get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, mean, I mean, yeah. And, and this year's preview show was going to be the, our most listened to show, the, especially after last year and yeah. all the controversy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And of course, we, I've been gearing up all year to do it again and, and have fun with it. You know, just like we did last year, even though a lot of people didn't think it was very fun. You know, we were just having fun with it. We were going to do it again and bury the shit we hated. And, pre- and I've been looking at the cards and I've had my fucking jokes lined up for weeks. Are you kidding me? You know, I'm ready. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to see that go away. You know, please. So, you know, yeah, myself yeah, and Iron Mike a, Spears, uh, we, we booked a, a better uh, Ethan Page body guy show and we've been chomping at the bit like he, he for two months now. He's been saying, I oh, man, I can't wait to get on this podcast and, and you and I could give our because we have a yeah. whole we have a whole better body guy show booked with actual body guys. And we can't wait. And yeah, like, yeah. I guess we're still gonna have to do that. But like, I want that. I want to do that so badly. Yeah. None of these shows are happening, though. No, let's face it. No, they're not. So, um, you know, I mean. It's. It, I, I think at the end of the day, there will be zero matches at WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. And so, I think so eventually... Far, one... Not to interrupt, but so far, WXW canceled because they literally can't get into the country, so they're not going to come. So Yeah. Uh, and That's then the, one the Bullet Club block party has now officially been canceled as well. So Okay. So, and again, that wasn't really a wrestling show. That was one of the sub-events, but still. Um, you know, the, the, the rest... 
I mean, I think what will eventually happen is a government agency of some type is going to step in, whether the state of Florida says, you know, because all of these states, they're dropping like dominoes, can't have more than 100 people, can't have more than 250. It, it, you know, the, the numbers are different for each state, but I think eventually Florida will enact something like that because the states have the same peer pressure that these sports leagues do. You know, you don't want to be the only state that's allowing large gatherings. At some point, you're going to fall in line and and you're going to enact something as well. I think either the state of Florida will step in or we'll see what happens tomorrow with Tampa. Maybe the constituents of this mayor are going to be annoyed that 80,000, 100,000 people from all over the world are coming into their little city that hasn't been affected yet. I mean, that's how you go from not being affected to affected. Right. So I'm sure the people of Tampa aren't thrilled with that. So, you know, that'll change things if if the, the people of Tampa uh, give some kickback. So, um, you know, my gut tells me there won't be a single match. And I think that the independent promoters, uh, once they can recoup just a little bit of their losses, because they're all going to lose something here. They're all going to lose their ass to some extent. But once they realize they could recoup something from the hotels, from the venues, whatever, once they're forced out then I think they'll pull out when, you know, and, 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 and wave their hands. And, and I think that's, that's what they're waiting for. I think um, the, the, the more interesting scenario is if nobody ever tells them that if Florida never puts restrictions, if Tampa continues to welcome everybody with open arms, which ones do you think will be crazy enough to run? Do you think Vince McMahon would have the balls to run this thing? Honestly? Yeah. I do. So you don't you don't think he he will he will not postpone, delay, cancel on his own. I don't think so. I really don't. There are any circumstances. I really don't. I mean that I I think that press release that they sent out there a little bit earlier, um, you know about that we'll wait for a cancellation there. I honestly I I really don't. I really really don't. And, and and I don't know why exactly I feel that way. I probably shouldn't. But for whatever reason, it just it it screams to me that Vince McMahon is the type of guy that would say that we need to push through and we need to go through and just do it anyway. And if nobody shows up, if we have 10,000 people show up, well, who cares? Whatever. We're going to do it anyway. I don't know why I feel that way about it. It's just, that seems like a Vince McMahon thing. That seems like the bravado that a Vince McMahon would have. What if his boy, the Don calls him up? And says, that would, that would definitely change it. I think so. That would definitely change it. And I, I think it shouldn't be understated as well that, Barrios and Wilson are not there anymore. Vince is on whoever that dope, whatever that other fucking guy is that he put into this place or whatever. That, that yeah, guy's yeah, not. Yeah. That guy's a nobody. No, that, that guy didn't talk for two. He talked for ten seconds on the fucking. Or he talked for ten minutes on the, the conference call. Like they, that guy's not going to tell Vince McMahon anything. Vince McMahon is on. Like there is nobody more powerful in that company on any level whatsoever than Vince McMahon. Canceled the XFL. He did, but then again, like here's the thing though. Oliver Luck. Um, Lombard, there's other guys that we can mention yeah, yeah, along yeah. there that probably Blandino. were like, you know, right, that, that have a little bit more, yeah, Blandino's the guy, man, I don't know who fucking Michael Lombardo is, I think that maybe Lombardo's the, I I think he's somebody in, in WWE, whatever, but like those sort of guys, they can, they might be able to say, alright, now Vince, come on, we gotta, we gotta do this or whatever. I don't know that anyone's yeah. gonna stop Vince, other than like you said, Donald giving him a call and saying, you can't run the show, or Florida saying, and- you literally can't run the show. Is this another scenario where where wrestling having its sleazy underbelly kind of reputation helps them and that they can kind of float under the radar here for a while? Right, we're not sports. Before, <laughs> you know, we're not, you know, we're sort of entertainment. Whereas 
if XFL, every other sports league under the sun, canceled their seasons, if they're the only one who hasn't, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Whereas wrestling, similar with the KSA deal, you know, where you can kind of, you know, uh, they brought boxing over there and got an incredible amount of heat. Wrestling goes, nobody pays attention. You know, so is this a a scenario like that where Vince knows he could fly under the radar because it's just that silly wrestling that no one really pays attention to? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, imagine if like the NBA fucking played a game in Saudi Arabia. We would never hear the end of it. Never. And, 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 And the other thing about it, too, is I don't think the common person on the street understands how big WrestleMania is. No. They have no clue. If you, if you know, cause you hear it all the time, you know, I don't have specific examples for you or, um, oh, I give you, a, I, I have a specific example, Mike Francesa. Okay. Oh, the Pope. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> sports Pope. I remember a few years ago when WrestleMania was in New York and one of his producers wanted to go. So he has, you know, Francesa has had connections in New York for 30 years. So he was able to get this guy a ticket or a couple tickets to WrestleMania. Right. And he was stunned to find out that this thing draws like, you know, 80,000 fans, 70,000 fans, pumps as much money as it does into these local cities when it when, when it shows up. 100,000 people come and some of them don't even go to it. He couldn't believe it. And this is someone who is a major force in sports media in the biggest city in the world. And he didn't know right. the extent of how big WrestleMania was. So guy on the street doesn't – people don't have a clue. I think they, they hear WrestleMania and they just laugh and they're like, ah, WrestleMania. Ah, I said, crap on TV. They don't understand the, 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 the magnitude of the event, what it does for these local economies, how many people it brings in. You know, so, so that's another factor too. I think they're kind of flying under the radar here. They can get away with not making a decision and, and, and holding off. But here's the thing. Once they, if they make a decision that they're definitely running, I think it, I think, at that point, the story will catch on. That holy shit, they're running an event where they're expected to draw fifty to sixty thousand people in, you know, in one bill. And I think at that point, right? Well, I think it's going to become a story because well, it's going to become a story too because there's nothing else to talk. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing else to really touch on here, especially in the sports world. If everybody else canceled, everyone else is canceled. Right? Right. That's going to be like but, but I mean, they can't fly under the radar anymore. In two weeks, when they say, yes. "Hey, WrestleMania is happening, and we expect eighty thousand people to be there," whatever, and you know, yeah, and then and then a couple of these blue check marks pick up on it and look into it and say, "Holy shit, this thing's gonna have sixty thousand people in one building," you know, and then at that point, I think it's going to become a story. I agree. Then you have a whole different kind of pressure. At that point, have media pressure, not just pressuring Vince McMahon; he doesn't care about media, but pressuring Tampa, Florida, pressuring Trump to say. How can you allow this to go on? How can you allow 60,000 people from all over the world to congregate in this one area and then fly back to wherever the fuck they're from? Fucking Plano, Montana or fucking Dublin, Ireland or Mexico City, Mexico or wherever the fuck. And after all being in contact with each other and then flying back, how can you allow that? I mean that's what it's going to turn into, which is why I say at the end of the day, I don't think you're going to see a single match at WrestleMania. And I think that eventually the municipality or the state is going to kick everybody out and that's going to, and we're going to be done with it. And all of these discussions are going to end up being moot. All right. Anything else on uh, coronavirus? I'm sure we'll have many more discussions about it over the, the next few days, but anything else that you had? 
I mean, I don't want to talk about it, but it, it, it's affecting well, wrestling you know? in a way in, yeah, in which you know? we have to. I mean, it's it's impossible not to, you know, and it's 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 not going to go away, and it's going to continue to be a story. And um, you know, we're probably going to be doing fucking virus shit for uh, you know the next couple of months here, you know, because first it's uh, everybody cancels, and now we're waiting on WrestleMania to cancel, so that's going to be a story for a little while until we figure out what's going on in Tampa. And then even if things get better, that's going to be, oh, everybody's slowly coming back. And now these guys are running. Now New Japan is back. Now AEW's working in front of fans again now. So this is not going to go – this is going to dominate not just the, the, the mainstream news cycle, but it's going to dominate our show probably for the rest of the year if we're being realistic. I mean – and that's assuming it begins to get better. <laughs> If all this shit gets worse, I mean, you know, then forget it. So, you know, it's unavoidable. But there is wrestling content to talk about. I mean, we were talking about this earlier today, but WWE is not stopping. I mean, they have television obligations to fulfill. They'll do it from the PC if necessary. They're doing SmackDown from the PC. AEW is not stopping. They're committed to doing a live Dynamite this week uh, somewhere in Jacksonville. You know, they're not running Rochester. They're not running New Jersey. Uh, the following week, Blood and Guts, same thing, is going to be done, you know, privately in some building somewhere in a controlled setting. So those two promotions will continue running. Uh, Big Japan, I know it's been a running joke, but, they, you know, they continue to run. They're in the middle of their strong climb right now. I'm in the middle of watching the first strong climb show that made tape. So, I mean, they're still running. We can talk about them. CMLL, I mean, Mexico really hasn't been hit with the coronavirus yet um, to, to the extent that some of these other countries have. So all those promotions are running. Um, Game Changers running a show right this second as we record this. So um, a lot of a lot of indies have canceled though. I had a whole list of them uh, earlier today behind the paywall, um, but some have also said they're going to run. I mean, River City Wrestling in San Antonio—they've got a show April 18th, which they say they are not canceling. Um, Evolve pushed pushed their shows from this weekend into May, so um, they didn't cancel; they just postponed them. Uh, until May, and I guess MLW's, and I think, you know, I MLW's running this weekend as well. Not, not to interrupt there, but yeah, they're running this weekend in Mexico again, like you said, another uh, company going down to Mexico. Yeah. yeah, so Mexico, it seems everybody's running because I think I think there's been like two or three cases or something in Mexico the last time I, I saw a chart uh, earlier today, so it hasn't really hit Mexico uh, yet. Um, so, you know, there, there are companies that are running. There's, there's, there's going to be wrestling to talk about. I, I, you know, I don't think it's going to get to the point where, you know, we're watching, you know, 1991 WCW tapes just to have content because the virus stuff is going to be there. And there's wrestling there. I mean, we have wrestling to talk about this week. I mean, we've got the Elimination Chamber. Um, that's about all we have. But we have the Elimination <laughs> Chamber. Look, we might have to watch I, the 1991 WCW, but we'll, we'll cross the bridge when we come to it. Yeah, I mean, you know, so I know Evolve today put out, I think, Evolve 146 for free on YouTube. I don't know if that's the show that they broadcast for free on Facebook or if it was the other one. They ran two shows that weekend. I'm not sure which one that is. Yeah, but, I don't know either. I think uh, that I think 145 was the one on Facebook and 146 now is, is popping up. Great. Then, you know, I mean, so that's for a lot of people. That's another fresh show to watch. Um, and it's new and it's not even like. You know, they're giving away their latest show. So, I mean, you know, there's stuff out there, you know, um, stuff like NXT UK and Impact. I mean, they've got shit in the can. 
shit in the can. Bad phrasing. <laughs> um, ROH, I mean, they canceled their, you know, the anniversary show, which we would have previewed, I, I guess. I believe that's canceled. Um, you know, but they've got a couple more shows at least in the can, but I think they were going to tape in Las Vegas too, weren't they? They so, were. They were going to have a bunch um, of episodes there. So, yeah, th- th- them canceling is is – that's going to really damage their TV for the next few weeks as well. So, Yeah, I mean, you figure they've got a show this week for sure, and then they always have that one weird show the week after as well. They might have one or two weeks left of shows. And then I don't know what they're going to do after that, unless they can – maybe they'll tape in an empty building somewhere, I you know, uh, just to have TV. Look, I get doing empty building wrestling if you have television obligations. You know, I, I understand that completely. You know, what I don't get is doing empty building wrestling for any other reason. It's just stupid um, for the reasons we talked about before. But um, so, yeah, I mean, there's still it's not like wrestling has been completely shut down, which, again, I think it's because wrestling just flies under the radar and people don't take it seriously because literally everything else, Rich, is shut down. Um, you know, Broadway shut down today. Um, you know, I, you know, I'm sure, you know, these high school, I'm sure there's no high schools running sports. Oh yeah, point. no, no, no. Cause that I was this weekend. My whole plan was I was going to go uh, and watch a bunch of high school hoops and my buddies, you know, we actually go down the next weekend after to the Illinois state title and the, the Illinois thing is cut. Indiana things cut Wisconsin things. Cut, so I'm, I'm yeah, they're, they're done. <laughs> they just completely canceled everything because they were the same way. They were going to have games. They were not have crowds, limited crowds. And today they just say, you know what? Fuck it. We're done with everything. So. It's all done now. So. so oddly, we're in better shape than a lot of people are because, I mean, we're never going to not have something to, to, to watch and discuss. I mean, we're just going to have less of it. And um, I don't know. You just don't go three hours or you just – you fucking do hot pocket reviews. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe you, you talk a little 91 WCW if, if, if it comes to it. So uh, we'll see. Do some history stuff. But um, – I don't know. We're going to review Elimination Chamber and get the fuck out of here this week. <laughs> uh, there's nothing do. to talk about. Absolutely. So uh, let's get into it, Joe. Elimination Chamber, a, ma- a show that happened uh, literally five months ago, I believe, at this point. <laughs> like, can you imagine that this was only like, this is Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it's like four March days ago. March 8th. Like, yeah. It may as well have been fucking last October. Like, I'm looking at this card, I'm like, oh, man. As you're talking there, I'm looking and, like, because we always talk about one of the struggles is, like, takes. You got to have a take on every single match. I'm going through this card, I'm like, man, I don't even remember this. Like, my brain has been so fried with other stuff, other news, things happening that I'm like, oh, my God, Andrade versus Alberto Carrillo. Like, I don't remember anything about that match. So this might be a terrible review. I apologize. I think you can understand that, yeah. Four days in this week has felt like literally like seven years. So, well, listen, and we're going to get rich to watch a little strong climb this week, and we're going to do some Big Japan. Next I, you week. know what? Hey, I think there's no other not? way around it. What yeah. the fuck else are we supposed to talk about? <laughs> hey, we used to talk about Big Japan. Absolutely. It's not like we completely ever hand waved it. It just doesn't make its way into the rotation much anymore, you know? But, you know, it's kind of, it, it, look, it's strong climb at least, right? It's not like random, shitty, fucking house shows so um you know at least it's a tournament with uh you know with presumably you know some of the best matches they're gonna have all year i think there's a zero one show making tape this week too we're really scraping (laughs) the bottom of the barrel huh can we please talk 91 wcw (laughs) did you see the lineup it doesn't look that bad the zero one show we're gonna get rich to watch big japan 
and zero one. Don't tell me you don't have the time either. Cause there's oh, I got the time. No, I got nothing I mean, to do. So that's for sure. Yeah. It, I was just, it was really sinking in for me because we're sports fans and rich. There is nothing, Joe, I have nothing else to do. to do. I have nothing I mean, to do. Is, I, I, I basically, I got a bunch of video games together that I, I'm like, all right, look, I'm going to get through these video games. I do have books. I don't want to read the books, but I'm going to maybe have to read the books. It's it's dire, man. I, I don't you don't realize it's like when your power goes out and you realize like, oh, shit, what do I do now? Yeah. You know, you never really realize how dependent you are or like your Internet goes out and you're like, oh, that's fine. I'll yeah. do. Oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Internet. I forget. That's OK. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the Internet goes. I'm like, I ah, you know what. I'll just watch Netflix. Oh, yeah. Can't do that. All right. I'll just watch it. Oh, mm, OK. <laughs> like, interesting. Yeah. So now what do I do? So like, you know. Yeah. That's where I'm at now where I'm like, oh, um, yeah, there's not, that's not on either. <laughs> like, uh, like what's Nothing Sports on. Center going to, like, I, I watched Sports Center last night. It's just Scott Van Pelt sitting at a desk being like, I don't know. What the hell do we talk about? <laughs> it's just Corona coverage 24 <laughs> right. seven. And how much of that can you listen to? How many times can I listen to them, you know, telling us why Mark Emmert canceled the NCAA tournament? I can't, you know, it, and you're right. There's nothing worse than like every time my power goes out about, 18 minutes into the power being out, I like I have a knife in my hand and I'm uh, I'm going crazy and I'm ready to kill anyone who comes to the door. It feels like society is crumbling every time the power goes out, and you're like, "When's the power coming back?" Right. Then the power comes How back. How do I on eat? You. What do I eat? What do I yeah, watch? What do I do? What do, I do? I <laughs> this is a battle for survival. Like, and then your power comes back on, and it felt like it was like for three days, and you realize it was like 42 minutes. And you're like, I don't even know what I would do in uh, a terrible scenario where people have tornadoes or earthquakes and they don't have power for weeks or months. I couldn't even imagine. I lose my power for a half hour and I'm I'm a giant fucking baby and I don't know what to do with myself. I couldn't even imagine it. But um, but yeah, this is it. You're exactly right. I do not know what to do with myself without sports, because even just as background noise. And it's just not there. Yeah, you're and you're, not, you're a guy who puts on the games type of guy. Like you'll yes, watch I any, am. like because there are some people that only watch their teams. You know, I'm only going to watch the White Sox or whatever. I have a bunch of friends that are like right. that. Where I will put on LB Network, and if it's the fucking Oakland Athletics versus the Padres, I'm in. You know what I mean? I'm watching it because like I'm an idiot. I'll just watch anything. Basketball I'll throw on NBA TV, and it's the fucking Pelicans versus the Blazers. Good enough for me. Great. It's on, yeah. and I don't care. You're the way with college basketball. You're like, all right, sweet. Winthrop versus, you know, Quinnepic yeah. or whatever, or whatever the fuck it is. All right, cool, whatever. Let's do it. Like, I, I just got to have a game on. It's yeah. just, there's got to be a ball game on. Today, I had the golf on because the golf oh, had not God. canceled. They canceled too. Did you see that? They just canceled about 10 minutes ago. Now, what the are you going to do? Was, the PGA Tour was going to keep running with no fans. And they, they played the first round of a tournament today. And I watched it because it was sports. I have to have sports on. <laughs> Right, and I don't really mind golf. I'm not a golf fan, but I don't mind it. Like I can watch it. I know some people are like, oh, I can't even watch it. I don't mind it's the golf. I'll fine. It. Yeah, it's the last. Yeah. It is every other sport has been canceled. Okay, what else is on golf? Exactly. Yeah. It's it's my last option. Or if it's like the Masters or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to watch the Masters. I'll turn that on. I'll turn on Sunday at four o'clock and watch the last five holes. You know what I mean? I can get into that. But you know, and I'm like, well, at least we'll have the golf. No. They just canceled too. So uh, the golf is canceled through early April. But yeah, I had that on today. Good example. I don't know what to do with myself without the sports. It's crazy. So Rich, you absolutely will have the time for zero one in Big Japan. <laughs> sure. I mean, really, the, the only thing stopping you from watching that stuff was time. I mean, you don't mind. Yeah. Oh no, no. Yeah. If I had the time, I would absolutely watch zero one. I, I used to watch zero one a lot. You know, back in in in, in yeah. the day. But yeah, it's just it's time. Something got to get cut. I don't blame you. Who the fuck want? You know, it's like we all make those decisions. You know, and um. 
but anyway, uh, tonight is Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So, um, did you watch the pre-show, Joe? <laughs> did you watch the fucking Raiders defeating Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder? I didn't. Oh, did you yeah. watch the pre-show? I absolutely did. This not. is a fantastic review. We're off to a great start. <laughs> okay, this no, here's, here I'm, I'm excited now. I'm excited. Dan O'Brien, Drew Gulak. Yeah, this rocked. Cool. It rocked. It was so great. It, it is. The, the funny thing was watching as I watched it like a day later after everybody else had watched it. And I'm going through the tweets. and I'm going through these things. And I love that a talking point was how refreshing is it? These guys just go in here and have a wrestling match. Like the very idea that like two guys go to wrestling match. Drew Glack says, hey, I think I have your number, Dan O'Brien. And Dan O'Brien says, I don't think you do. Let's find out in the ring. And Dan O'Brien proves that Drew Glack did not have his number and beat him in the wrestling match. Why can't there yeah. be more of this? <laughs> I mean, there was even a little more to it than that. It was more. Oh, no. Well, I guess. Yeah, it was basically Gulak for weeks. have been pointing out the holes in Daniel Bryan's game. And Daniel Bryan said, well, you have no all these holes. Then you come wrestle me. Right. If you think you can be. Yeah. So and then they went out there and had a match. And Daniel Bryan won. And it, it was ruled. A... it ruled. This match was great. It was two guys having a fucking wrestling match. And mm-hmm. they were working holds, and, and they were working holds. Interestingly, they were hitting each other a little bit. There was a little bit of high flying, but the crowd got into it because it was a fucking wrestling match, and they cared about who won the match. And Dan O'Brien won the match and proved that Drew Gulak, despite all the bravado, did not ha- know all the holes in his game, and he won, and he beat him. They won the crowd over by the end, which was interesting. You know, because even though they were in Philly, um, you know, the match wasn't over initially is drew gulak and he hasn't been pushed in forever and when he was pushed it was on 205 live that nobody watches so it's but by the end of the match they sucked the crowd in and they had them reacting the way they wanted them to react at the times they wanted this is exactly what we were talking about before where you have to have wrestling in front of a crowd because this is a perfect example of it um you know you're working for the crowd and they did, and they they sucked him in, and there were you know there were head drops. How about that German that everybody? Oh about? man, yeah, that was. Whew. <laughs> that was I lo- I thought it was great because I don't fucking care. See, you know, I was I have a slightly different take on that spot. I don't think it was dangerous. If you look at it in slow motion, he kind of lands on his shoulder. It, it was, it was like the essence of pro wrestling. Something that looked super dangerous that really wasn't. I think it was just great work. But I understand why people get wound up because it looked dangerous and it was a guy with a history of head and neck issues. So I understand. But um, either way, like you're saying, though, either way, it's like, you know, it still looked cool, even if it was dangerous. Um, And it definitely added to the match. I thought the match was stiff. I thought there were um, uh, uh, the work was tremendous. And um, I went notebook on it. I went four flat. Yep, same with me. That's exactly where I was. I just—it's so interesting how much how you know reading the reactions and reading the tweets about how oh this is so different and unique and and all sort of stuff. And I'm just like I cannot believe that we've gotten to a point in 2020 where this is what's unique in pro wrestling. You know that yeah, two guys have a wrestling match. Wrestling match. Yeah, two guys have a wrestling match to determine which is who's the better guy. And, yeah. and and one guy proving that the one guy who said he was better was, in fact, not better than him. Right. You think you can beat me, prove it. And then <laughs> and this is the like result. the oh, and this was a talking point of wow, oh, this is interesting. I can't believe the builds of this man. Oh, this is so unique and different. Why is this unique and different? 
know, why have we reached 2020? Yeah, because mean, the rest of the show was not this way. Trust me. We'll talk about it. Everything else no. had a, a, a Andrade Humberto, not, not necessarily, but we'll talk about that one. But everything else had so much other shit and so much other pomp and circumstance and bullshit and, and, and this and that and that. And, and, and it all boiled down to this was, this was so far and away the best match on the entire show. Yeah. And it was pro wrestling. <laughs> you know, it's 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 what you and I like if you need to know what I want out of pro wrestling in 2020, it's Dan O'Brien and Drew Gulak. And the thing is, if you do it at the top of the card with people who are over, it, there's no reason that can't work. No, it, of course it would work. You know, but this is Drew Gulak who isn't over, and they eventually won the crowd over, but it's like if you do this with stars who are over, this absolutely can work even in WWE this can work. But um, and, and look, look, I'm not saying, you know, we always have to say this, but it's like, I don't want, I don't want, you know, my pro wrestling to be rings. That's not what I'm saying. But, um, you know, there's no reason there can't be more. Look, WWE has a deep enough roster where they can do shit like this all the time. And it can be a regular part of their cards, but it isn't. It's a, like you're saying, it's such a rarity that people were blown away by it because they just don't do this anymore. Everything has to be overbooked. Booked and and um, you know the way the rest of this card was basically, you know where th- they have a big enough and vast enough roster where they can serve all masters and they can do things like this regularly, all throughout the card, not just on the opener of a pay per view. There's no reason their main event scene can't be this at times, while still doing the you know the stuff that they do do at the top. But you know we're screaming into a void, man. It's never going to happen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Won't waste our time. We'll move on here. Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo uh, for the United States Championship. Andrade defeating Humberto uh, to retain the title. I thought it was pretty good. Not great, but but a solid enough match, I would say. I feel like they should have better matches than they do. They, they go out there and have really good matches that never seem to get over the hump to being great matches. So I don't know what it is, whether it's just... um the way the matches are laid out or they just don't have the right kind of chemistry to get to kick it into that next gear. Or um, maybe I I don't know what the reason is, but you know, you could always expect a really solid match from these two, but I feel like they should have a great one because they've wrestled enough to where. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing too, is like Andrade has great matches with other guys and Humberto has great matches with other guys too. But then these two together, it's just like, Oh, all right. Like (laughs) what? It should be so. Maybe fantastic. it's a chemistry thing, or maybe I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but it's not like I don't like their matches. I just feel like we could be getting more out of when these two guys get together. I agree. Yeah, I'm right with you on that one. So, uh, where'd you go rating wise for that one? I went, I went three and a quarter. So it's like still like you said a solid match, but you want you assume better when these two guys get out to the ring and and you see the bell ring and these two guys in the ring. You're like, all right, let's go. And it's just it it never yeah it never quite gets there. Yeah, I don't think I rated it because you know. But I, 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 that's right about where I'd be. Three and a quarter, somewhere in that range. All right, so now we had an Elimination Chamber match for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. The Miz and John Morrison uh, retain their titles. They defeat the New Day, the Usos, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, and Dolph Ziggler and Bobber, uh, sorry, Robert Roode. So. I mean. <sighs> I thought it fucking sucked. This was the... Okay, so I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it either. Um, I don't know. I guess just as a car crash kind of thing, it was fine. I've seen much better car crashes, though. 
And I've seen here's the prop- I've seen a thousand car crashes this year. Yeah. It's just thirty minutes of guys doing stuff, you know. And and, yeah. and and people say whatever they want about PWG and Ring of Honor and how, oh, that's just guys. But at least the guys doing stuff, the crowd fucking enjoys it. And the crowd likes it. And the crowd wants it. There was some stuff yeah. that they popped for in this match. But for the most part, the crowd's sitting on their hands while a bunch of guys are doing shit. Well, they popped for Otis and then they eliminated them, you know, in the middle port. Heavy machinery and specifically Otis. That was really the only, he's the only person that was really over in the match. Um. Outside of that, you're right. They they didn't really react to much of all of anything that happened here. So yeah, you're right. That did that that did hurt it. And I guess you had the big spot with you know Lindsay coming off the top of the, the the chamber. As we said, the reason why Lucha House Party was in this match, but even that was done to such a degree where you couldn't because like all the guys are standing there in a big pile, and Lindsay it takes him like you know. 10 extra seconds to fall and you're just like all right here we like just nothing felt organic about this match at all every it's like it, it reminds me of like what WWE ladder matches are right now where you just watch it and you just know that like all right set the ladder up to go do this okay like i don't know what it is i've just lost that connection between these matches they just i don't care i don't care what happens i don't give a shit that these guys are jumping off the top of the the, the, the chamber they're jumping off the top of the pods they're doing this they're doing it's just guys doing stuff man and i don't give a shit i don't care i don't care that kofi kingston is is you know doing a crossbody from the top of the pod i don't fucking care how could you care why do you care they didn't give you a reason to care hell yeah rich is on one tonight i just am i just i don't these matches they're just guys doing stuff man it it it, it I, I don't know i some people it's, like this stuff i know i get it but i it's just it boggles my mind it's guys you don't care about doing stuff that's the problem if if if, if they gave you a reason to care about it rich here's the thing does it matter who came away with the tag team titles at God, the end no. of the day here and that's and that's really what it comes down to and even for the live crowd the only thing they cared about was otis they didn't care about the titles or who came away with the titles. And eliminate Lucha House Party first, who were the team in the match that were there to do the crazy shit. And then they eliminated Otis, you know, shortly thereafter. So then what you had were a bunch of wrestlers that aren't over wrestling for a title that nobody cares about, which adds up to what you just talked about. A bunch of guys just doing stuff. So it's hard to be invested. And it's why I say, while I can't call it a bad match, I can't really call it a good one either. I just sat on my couch and stared at my TV and was like, these guys are trying hard and there's a few cool spots here, but I can't say I like this because like you, I didn't care. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not like the, because there's, well, it's not like the WWE universe really cared. Like you said, they popped for Otis and Otis did a, you know, a snake. They don't know. Listen, yeah, they don't – the fans live – the WWE fans don't even care about – so people like us who are even less invested, it's even a bigger problem. You know? I mean, okay, look at Revolution. Look at the Dustin Rhodes AK Hager match. Okay, let's use that as an example. Rich, you would not call that a great wrestling match, no, right? No, By any stretch no, of the God, imagination. No. It's a very average, very average wrestling match, right? But you were invested in it because – they got the story over before the pay-per-view. So, you know, this chamber match was probably a better match than that. But you weren't invested in anyone at all. So you were completely disinterested in the chamber match 
But the Jake Hager Dustin Rhodes match, which was a completely average match, held your attention and you were into it. It's just a matter of getting things over and getting people over. And that's what WWE completely fails at now. At the top of the card, let alone with these mid-carders. And the only reason Otis is over is because he's a goofy comedy act. It's not like people are emotionally invested in Otis. They just like laughing at him. Right. At least they have something, though. I mean, like, it, it, it's, you know, you watch these matches and nobody makes any reaction. I, there was one point I, I wanted to timestamp it, uh, but I forgot, where there's a New Day chant and there's, like, literally, like, nine people going, New Day rocks. <laughs> New Day rocks. And I'm like, oh, my God. There's, like, ten people. This arena is filled. There's 15,000 people in here. And there's nine people chanting New Day rocks. Well, because there's an act that if put in the right position, people will care about. Absolutely. But they're in this but they're in this match with five other teams for titles that no one cares about. So they weren't going to get a reaction on this night, except from their more their most ardent hardcore fans who were probably wearing New Day t shirts and holding up their bootios. That's it. But it's impossible for anybody else to to get into them when they're positioned this way. So yeah, I mean, you nailed the problems with this match on the head. It's just it's impossible to be invested in it. And it's an Elimination Chamber match. It should only be preserved for things that people are completely invested in. You know, for whatever reason, they didn't want to do a men's chamber, and they just – they did a tag team chamber. Why? Are any of these teams like – was this a blow-off to some year-long feud or something? No, it was just six random teams inside a chamber because it's that time of year when we do the chamber. Mm-hmm. So that's what you get. You don't get anything memorable, and you get something that no one cares about. Alistair Black and AJ Styles, they had a no-disqualification match. It went 23 minutes and 15 seconds, all so The Undertaker could come out and beat up AJ Styles and have Alistair Black pin AJ Styles after that. Why didn't they do this in eight minutes? I don't understand. I could not. I... So for some reason, I didn't get spoiled on this. I had no idea the Undertaker came out. I had no idea the finish. I don't know. I, I don't know why I got because I, I, I was spoiled on just about everything else. I watched it like a day later. But for some reason, I didn't. Maybe I didn't see it or I didn't notice it. And I went, hmm, okay. I don't know how this match ends. I'm I'm kind of interested, and it's going on and on and on and on. And then 15 minutes in, the fucking OC runs in, and I'm like, why didn't you guys run in two minutes in? It's a no dequalification match. Whatever. Only for this to end with the Undertaker coming out and it, it, why why was 23 minutes of my life used on this? This is an eight-minute match. I'm never going to get to these 23 minutes again. This is constant interference from the OC. They're like a pack of wolves. It's three-on-one. The fans are disgusted at this. They can't take it anymore. The Undertaker bell dongs. He comes out. He saves the day. Black wins. You do the same exact finish you did here. You just do it in eight minutes. Why is this 20-plus minutes of the OC just standing at ringside like they're a manager? It's no disqualification. It, it, there's no logic here. Why would they wait to interfere? You don't need to pick your spot. It's no DQ. None of this made sense, and it didn't need to be this long. You can do all of this in eight minutes and tell a better story. God, this fucking sucked. And again, why are we supposed to care about AJ Styles versus Undertaker when Undertaker just kicks his ass he every beats time? Beats his ass every time. So the story here is we're supposed to get into AJ Styles' revenge. He's the heel. Why would I care about AJ Styles getting revenge on The Undertaker? Well, and why would I buy it for a second? Joe, this week he called him Mark, and he mentioned Michelle McCool. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> so I mean, does you know that what? change honestly, your tone? <laughs> honestly, it does, because that's what else you're supposed to do. You can't 
it's not plausible that like, okay, the proper build here would be AJ. Why am I doing? Why am I? Doing this? <laughs> Don't even bother. Why am I doing this? I know what you're gonna I say. Have, Don't even bother. Fucking, Just don't. We. I probably have the fucking zombie disease, and I'm sitting here trying to break down why the AJ Styles fucking build for the Undertaker is not being done properly. Yeah, well, you have when five more days to live. Properly. You have five more days to yeah. live, and there won't be oxygen for you when you go to the hospital. And, and... exactly. I've got three rolls of toilet paper left in the house, but you want me to break down why this storyline is all is all fucking wrong, right? I'm gonna be wiping my ass with fucking with. With, I'm gonna be hopping in the shower every time I take a shit just to clean the crack on my ass because because all of you maniacs listening for some reason are hoarding the toilet paper, which I still don't understand. I don't get the toilet paper thing either. I I've been thinking about that and I I brought it up to a few people today as well because these like you know I went to like Aldi and there was like oh you can only buy six things of toilet paper at once and they were all gone and there was no toilet paper left and I have a bunch of Facebook messages or Facebook posts or whatever where people show me the empty you know toilet paper shelves and I'm like. Is, that's really the issue is no toilet. Like if, if in the scenario that I ran out of toilet paper, I have a lot, I have a decent amount, so I don't, I'm not really worried about it cause I'm a normal human being and I just buy a bunch all at once. But like if in the scenario I run out, it's not life or death. I'll figure it out. Like I'll, yeah. if I'm quarantined to the point where I can't leave the house, then I'll be honest, Joe, I don't really give a shit if there's a bunch of, you know, dried shit in my crack. Like I'm just going to live with it or I'll get a rag <laughs> You know, I'll get a rag and wet it and fucking clean it off, or I'll jump in the goddamn shot. Like, I will survive without toilet paper, okay? Yeah. It's a a nice luxury, but I don't need toilet paper. Especially if you're quarantined. If I don't have to leave the house, I'll be honest, Joe, I might not want. I'd just be like, you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? Like, who cares? What's the problem with using a washcloth? If you're quarantined, you you use the washcloth, and I know, look, it's gross to, like, then wash it out. I get it, but... I'm not leaving the house. I'm quarantined. Like, Like, right. Yeah, like having a couple dingleberries won't be the end of the world if you're not leaving the house anyway, right? And here's the other thing, like I, like you just said, I just said, you can jump in the shower and just spread your cheeks and clean up, you know, clean it all out if you really feel the need. I do that half the time anyway. You ever have one of those infinite wipes and it just, no matter how many times you wipe, oh, you're course. still coming yeah, up the ground. And you're like, oh man, this is never, you know what, fuck it, I'm getting in the shower. Well, because at that point, you you've know, wiped like, like six times and you know it's just a disaster area down there. You're like, oh my god, I must have smeared this shit everywhere. <laughs> like, this is bad. Yeah. You know, I've been eating too many Hot Pockets. My fucking fecal matter is a disaster. I can sit here and wipe and use half the fucking roll and still not be clean. Or I can just hop in the shower for 30 seconds and, and take care of this. So, what's the difference otherwise? Why are they hoarding the toilet paper? I don't. I really don't get that one. I don't get. And you know, it's extending to the baby wipes. You know, people can't get the toilet paper, so they're they're buying the baby wipes, which is really fucked up. Because can't we save that shit for the people with babies? That's you know, actually, that's exactly what I mean. That's that is exactly what the nurse said today. She bought an extra thing of baby wipes and said, "I I kind of thought about buying more, but then I realized, you know what? No, there's actual people that have babies that need those things. Because if those are out and you have a baby, you're fucked." You're Cause fucked. Because you, that baby doesn't want to have a bunch of shit. That baby's not going to be like me and be okay with a bunch of dingleberries, you know? And their shit's not no, like they mine. Get, no, yeah. they get rashes. Yeah, exactly. They're going to get diaper rashes. One thing I've get, learned. Yeah. One thing I've learned over the last two years is you got to clean those fucking areas real good because they get all kinds of rashes and infections and everything else. And, you know, that's it, it, a bad situation, you know? And you've got these fucking people buying up all the baby wipes and then people with babies can't get them. And a lot of times... 
you're talking about infants, you know, a two or a two year old or, you know, uh, a, a toddler who isn't quite potty trained yet. Yeah, you could stick their ass in the shower if you need to, but you can't do that with a three month old. <laughs> right. Dunk them into the sink. Yeah. yeah, like you need the fucking baby, you know, so that's kind of bullshit, too. But, uh, you know, I'd like to wipe this fucking black styles match from existence this was fucking horrendous it was a waste of time and this is the portion of the show where everything just felt super long for no reason whatsoever the pay-per-view was three hours and 40 minutes long not counting the pre-show they could have shaved time off of all of this shit this match should have been six minutes then we had these street profits Defeating Seth Rollins and Murphy to retain the Raw Tag Team titles. 18 minutes and 30 seconds. For another match, which you – and here's the problem with this one. Again, nobody cared. And the Street Profits are usually over. Okay? The problem here is the entire universe knew. Not the WWE universe. Like the I would never use that cornball term. When I say the entire – the entire world knew. That you weren't going to get a finish here until Kevin Owens showed up. Right. So why would they react to anything? It's the old Nitro thing. It's the old Nitro main event thing. That that For people that weren't alive during the Money Nitro era, it was a running joke that like any Nitro, the main events, wouldn't get heated until... And, and you could see the crowd. The crowd would stand up and look towards the entranceway like, okay, I'll wait till Hogan runs out. Or I'll wait till Savage runs out. I'll wait till Nash... Because you knew someone was going to run in and then the actual thing was going to happen. So nobody gave a shit about any of the matches until that guy ran out. And that's how this one was. Nobody was sitting there yeah. with bated breath going, oh, man, I wonder if Angelo Dawkins is going to pin Murphy on this you know, cross-body attempt. It was like, no, I know that nothing's going to happen until AOP or Kevin Owens get involved here. Yep. And that's how it was. And so. sucked all the heat out of it. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Great show this elimination chamber. Oh, God. Oh, dear God. I can't believe this is the next match. Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Cesaro defeat Braun Strowman to win the uh, Intercontinental Championship. Zayn uh, was the one that uh, pinned Strowman, so he is officially the Intercontinental Champion. And, Joe, when this match was over, I tweeted out that I I hate wrestling. I hate wrestling. Listen. (laughs) At least it was eight minutes. I guess I can't be too upset. This isn't the best wrestling podcast in the world for no reason. You come here for the hard-hitting and quality analysis, the angles you can't get anywhere else. I didn't watch this. I stepped out of the room Whoa. when I was watching the show. Oh, man. I uh, I went to get something to eat or take a shit or whatever the fuck, and then it was over, and then I was like, hmm, do I go back and watch this? No, I don't think I really need to go back and watch this in my life, so I just didn't bother. So I don't have any takes because I didn't see it. Um. So yeah, I don't have anything to add. Was it as horrendous as I'm picturing it to be, or yeah. was it? Yeah, it was pretty bad. It uh, was. Yeah. Oh, I don't so, think it was okay. as okay. I think you and I thought it was going to be even worse than it was. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like the. Okay, so it wasn't. Did the... they look like geeks? Did the three of them look like geeks? Is the bottom. So line. actually, no. In a weird way, Strowman looked like more of a geek. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But it's, but it, no, but it's three men. How can he look like a geek? He should get beat by three men. Right, but he was like, the way he was getting beat was like they were outsmarting him at every turn. Uh, it wasn't that all three of them were beating him up at the same time. It was like one guy would run in, the other guy would like hit him in the back and then run away or whatever. And then Braun would like run after that guy. And then another guy would come in and like do something. It was like, 
Braun looked like just a big oaf the entire time. Right, right, right. You know, and then like the finish was basically that, or not not the finish, but they set it up where like Zayn got under the ring, and so Braun went to go you know get Zayn from out under the ring, and as he's like laying down on the mat, like the other two guys come over and kick him, and then get him out of there, and then roll him into the ring. <laughs> And then they get him up for a suplex, and then Sami Zayn comes up with a haluva kick, and then he pins him. It was a clean finish. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we thought it would be, like, Sami has the tights, or all three of them pin him at once. But, like, he just hit the haluva kick and beat him. It's actually the worst way possible to do this three-on-one match. <laughs> you know, because these three were like, oh, well, they fucking beat this guy. Of course. Yeah, it was th-. Like, in a way, it was logical, because you're like, oh, yeah, well, the fucking the three guys. But, like, the way that they did it made Strowman look. <laughs> don't watch it don't watch it it's so bad i sound i mean i hate this i hate everything <laughs> you're saying too, is the whole time i'm watching it i'm looking at the guys and i'm like Sami Zayn, shinsuke nakamura you know those two men a few years yeah. ago wrestlemania weekend have the match of wrestlemania weekend Sami Zayn, watch. one of my favorite matches of all time you know his, his nxt you know title win over over neville you know i think i voted it match of the year that year you know, Cesaro, one of my favorite wrestlers led. Like it's just these three. This is what they do now. So Yeah. Sami Zayn won. So there you go. He's your Intercontinental Champion. So Oh God. And then we had a match that I think people are gonna be surprised. Elimination Chamber match for the Raw Women's title match at WrestleMania thirty six. Shayna Baszler defeats Natalia, Liv Morgan, Asuka, Ruby Riot, and Sarah Logan. I kind of like this match. Uh, I liked it too. There was some stuff I would change, but I yeah. liked it. I liked it too. Um, I mean, the only misstep I think they made was she was waiting around for people to enter the match for too long. Way too long. Way. I, and this is this is this company, which like finagles the Royal Rumble times all the time and just brings people out whenever they like. They wanted. Shayna just sitting there for four minutes and wait for the next person to come out for some reason. I be well, she doesn't have enough of a she's not over enough yet, and she doesn't have that presence yet to where she could fill that time by merely standing there and making menacing faces. Brock Lesnar can do that. Um, you know, there's other people on the roster who they've done that with in Royal Rumbles and things like that that can get away with that. She's not there yet. Crowded she, she can get away with it for like a minute. You know what I mean? Like she could have got it yes. for a minute. But the problem is, and you feel, you felt the crowd, they, they were with it for like a minute. And then when it got past that minute, they're kind of, you can feel the crowd going, hmm, that's going to go on a little bit longer than we thought. Okay. And then you feel the crowd going, oh, hold on. <laughs> You're going to make us wait five fucking minutes until someone comes out. And you can hear the crowd boo her, get quiet, and then start kind of having that. There's a different boo when they're booing like the company. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, and you heard that. Yeah, it it the the wait times by design were to amplify the heat in anticipation of Liv Morgan getting in and then Oscar getting in. But so it was it, that was the plan, and I don't think it was a bad plan. It just didn't work out because she's not over enough yet. So what it did is it killed the heat. Like she would destroy people, and the crowd. That crowd didn't react to anything in that match until Shayna came in and choked everybody out. They didn't give a fuck about Sarah Logan doing high cross bodies off the top of the pod 
or Natalia or, or any of these people, Ruby Riot, they didn't care about any of them. Shayna comes in and chokes those three geeks out. The crowd got into it. And then the crowd was like, oh, we need to pay attention because something special is happening here. But then it took so long for Liv to get into the, into the ring. That the, the the idea was to build anticipation, but the fans lost interest in the, during those wait periods. So when Liv gets into the ring, and I thought the segment with Liv was awesome. God, did she kill Liv? Smashing her head into yeah, the glass. Yeah, a lot of credit to Liv Morgan on that too. When that was happening, yeah. I went, "Holy shit!" That girl had to say, "You know what? Yeah, give me like if if, if and I don't like because Shayna could have done that to anybody in the ring, but everybody else kind of." Somebody said something. I, I I imagine if Liv, I don't know who it was, but somebody said, you know what? Fucking give it to me. Give me everything you got. Let's let's do it. And if that was Liv that said it, or I can't imagine that somebody said, hey, Liv, here's what you're going to do. You're going to get your fucking ass kicked, and you better be fine with it. Because they would have done that the entire match. And there were some bumps that were pretty hard, but man, what she took. When it was over, I thought, Shayna, you, you look awesome, but my God, standing ovation for Liv Morgan to say, you know what? Shayna, fucking just destroy me. I'm cool with it. And she destroyed her. It looked great. It I looked mean- fantastic. Yeah, Liv took a beating. Shayna looked like a beast throughout all of this, but that segment in particular was fantastic. And um, and and then again, it got the crowd back into it. But then they're waiting around for Asuka, and they they lose the crowd again because they're waiting around for so long. You know, so it just was an idea that didn't work out. It right. would have been smarter to just have the people come in from the pod instantly because they had Asuka and Baszler jawjacking at each other, but. It didn't hold people's attention because Baszler simply isn't over enough. And, right. and then Asuka, Asuka had to do the thing too, where she had to just sit in the pod and be like, I don't know, I, like just, just scream stuff in Japanese yes. for three minutes. You could tell she was kind of like, I don't know, when is this thing going to open? Like, let's go. I don't have anything else, else to say to her. And, and, and yeah, she's trying to say, oh, come at like whatever she was saying, like, come at me, let's go, let's go, let's go. And that's well and good for like a minute, but like three minutes of Asuka saying, okay, let's go, let's go. It was just like, oh, what are we doing? Like, why is this happening? Yeah. But to me, the match, other than that, was laid out perfectly because the other four geeks do not matter. No, they God, are kill them mid- as quick as possible. Yeah, get them out of there. They are mid-card fodder that isn't being pushed, and they are completely insignificant. They are there to die, and they did a good job dying. All that mattered was Shayna Asuka. Asuka was the only one who should have given her a sliver of resistance, but ultimately she should have been dominated as well because you're trying to get someone over for WrestleMania. That's not Asuka this year. Maybe it'll be Asuka next year. Maybe it won't ever be Asuka again. I don't know. All I know is Asuka had the most credibility of any of the opponents and was the only one that should have given should have been given a sliver of credibility. And she was. But ultimately, Shayna dominated her too. Which still kind of means something in the eyes of the fans uh, dominating Asuka. Random mid-carder that no one cares about, it wouldn't have had the same effect. So I didn't have any problem with the match layout. Nah. Um, I get it. There's Ruby Riot fans and all that, but oh, it's not her time right now. Yeah, give it up. I mean, come on. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe she'll be pushed. Maybe she'll be pushed another time. Maybe she'll be put. But right now, it's not her time, and it wouldn't have made sense for Shayna not to buzzsaw the rest of them. Right. You know their their role and purpose in that match was to get buzzsawed by Shayna, because you're trying to get Shayna over for WrestleMania, and they've struggled to get her over, and and. Meltzer reported that Vince has his doubts about Shayna, so they booked her strong in an effort to get her over. Maybe she won't get over. I don't know. I, you know, we kill this company all the time for their booking. I've got to praise them when I think they did something well. 
and I think this was a good attempt, as good of an attempt as you can have to get yeah. some, because she completely dominated the match. That's what. That's how you get people over. Well, I wish they would do more of this. I wish they would say these five people we want to be our biggest stars and we want these people. This is what they did. This is for 30 years is what they did is said, okay, yeah. these collection of people, five, ten, whatever, however many it is, these are people that we care about. We want to be over. And those five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever people fucking beat everybody and beat them easily. Yeah. It's not that hard, and- but now they try. If, 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 if Shayna goes in there and goes 50, 50 with, with, with Ruby riot for six minutes or whatever, then you, then you're, you're, you've lost that. You've said, well, we're going to yes. push everybody. We want everybody. That 50-50, everybody gets pushed. Nobody gets pushed. Pick your people and say, these are the guys. And they, I will give them all the credit in the world because they have, in the last few months, said, Drew McIntyre, Shayna Baszler. Those two we care about right now, they're being pushed. And I can't kill the way they pushed either one of them. Not at all. I think they're, I think they're doing a good job of both of them. And that doesn't mean that I think it'll work. I still have my doubts about Drew McIntyre and – the fans don't seem to be taking to Shayna Baszler either. Now, we know that like the diva stan corner of fandom is absolutely not taking to Shayna. They hate her. Um, but the 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 WWE fans at large don't seem to be taking to her either. They were at points in the match, but all the wait time killed it. So we'll see as we get closer to the WrestleMania that isn't even going to happen, whether they're able to get her over the hump. If you keep booking her like this, I think that eventually she'll get over. Um, Because I do think she's charismatic enough and good enough, and she's different enough to where I think it'll take. Right. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But at least try it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I can't can't kill – see, that'll be an instance where I can't kill the company for, for, for hurting a wrestler by not pushing them properly that'll be a case where they gave it an honest try and it just didn't work and that's going to happen sometimes you know the first attempt to get hangman page over did not work um and the company made mistakes in the way he was booked versus kip sabian and all that see that's a different scenario than if this doesn't work because i think they're doing this right you know i don't know about the vampire bite but (laughs) this this was certainly done right because you know they you know you can't pin this one on the company the way you can pin the Hangman Page's match layout with Kip Sabian on, on AEW. Saying different scenarios, assuming Shayna doesn't get over. But maybe eventually she does get over. And if she doesn't, like you're saying, if she doesn't, she doesn't. Not everybody gets over. Sometimes pushes don't work. And it just is what it is. But uh, overall, I mean, like you said, it, it's it's a match that, like, I don't know, like, the work in it wasn't spectacular. I mean, there really wasn't too much going on until Shayna got in there. So it's one that I, like, it, it, it's weird. Like, star ratings-wise, like, I don't know, like, two and a half, three is kind of where I'm at. Because I don't think it was that good, but it was exactly what it needed to be. And when it was over, I enjoyed it. Because it was Shayna getting in there, Shayna getting pushed, Shayna doing her thing, Liv taking a, uh, an assault... Asuka's built up as as being somewhat near Shayna Baszler's level, but not at Shayna Baszler's level. So Shayna beat her, and 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 Shayna feels ready. So it's one of these things like match wise, match rating wise, it wasn't great, but like the story was perfect, and it was, the booking was exactly what it needed to be as well. So it's one of these ones that I will rag on them for the last you know 30, 40 minutes or whatever. All the credit in the world on this. I think they did a great job with, with, with Shayna, and they did a great job booking this match as well. Yeah, I liked it as a match more than you did. I'd go like three and a half on it. Um, 
I, because I thought Shayna was just so vicious in the match, and I thought um, you know Liv took a great beating, and they did work hard to their credit before Shayna got in there, even though none of it was over. And um, I did like the finishing segment with Asuka too. I thought it was a legitimately good match on top of being well-booked and, um, and fun to watch and all of the things we already talked about. So uh, I really liked it. I liked the opener on the show and I liked the main event. Uh, I thought they were both really strong bookends and um, Andrade Carrillo was okay. And the rest was just largely junk. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for us, right? Got any, uh, that's it. I think, other wrestling I think we ended up going three. I think we ended up going three hours anyway. About two forty. But uh, real quickly before we get out of here, let people know uh, voicesofwrestling.com slash Patreon. Some good stuff coming there uh, over the next few days, and a lot of stuff to listen to already from this week. Like you have you have covered the news. What is it? Monday? What did you do? Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday news updates. I did. Um, or Sunday. There I was like a Sunday when- in there too, wasn't there? I did Wednesday and Thursday. I just did one today. Um, and again, we're recording this on a Thursday and I did one Wednesday morning, but really it was late Tuesday night, but technically it was Wednesday morning. So I've been doing the news updates, the news roundups, if you want to get technical, um, more often I tried to do them two to three times a week. Um, there were, yeah, you're, I did one Monday, Wednesday and Thursday this week. So, and I'll probably do another one tonight in the wee hours of the morning. So that'll be a Friday because there's just so much going on and everything keeps changing. So I'll probably do another one too. So the, the news roundups try to do two or three a week, um, Thursday TV reviews every week, uh, with the ratings breakdown and then breaking down dynamite and NXT, um, new November to remember that I keep teasing. It's not like an intentional tease. I just can't, can't, it's been too crazy and I can't put the finishing touches on it. And then I got to send it to Andrew rich and he has to finish it off, but there is another one of those coming. Um, it's pretty much done. And then you've got the super brawl tell alls. You put one out today. We got a ton of content on there today. I don't know why we keep saying today. Half the people listen to this on like Sunday. <laughs> exactly. Right. But, but anyway, um, this week has a bunch of stuff, a bunch of good stuff coming up. Uh, we, we have sort of said, and, and internally, Joe and I have kind of talked about it as well, with with less like wrestling going on, there's a little bit more time. Like you said, we have more time to watch shit that we wouldn't normally watch. And I think we have more time to produce uh, Patreon content as well. So expect whatever happens over the next few weeks, plenty of additional content coming your way on Patreon because we suddenly have a lot of free time in our lives. So we don't have any other interests. I have, as I've gotten older, I basically don't do anything but play video games hang out with my wife, eat dinner, cook, clean, and watch sports, watch wrestling, and do this. So now that sports is gone. <laughs> and like, most of the wrestling is gone. It's like, yeah, it's like I only have like three other things to do. So uh, yeah. when she's at work, I have nothing to do. So plenty of opportunities for more stuff too. So um, yeah, we're, we're now's a great time to subscribe. Patreon.com slash Voice of Wrestling. I promise you're going to get plenty of stuff coming up. Uh, Super Brawl Tell, I'm putting a, a, a bow on that this weekend. Uh, as well, also going to do a. Uh, I'm going to do a uh, squashing buttons. Bring back that. Uh, do a live playthrough of. Uh, do you ever play the SNES Super Brawl game? Yeah, it sucks. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, so I, like I played it. I already know it sucks, but I'll just bear it. it. It's a good cap off. It's a good way to kind of put a bow on on the Super Brawl series, but it's fucking garbage. It's terrible. So yeah, but that that's fun too. When again, like I don't want it to just be fine. You know, I want it to either be really really good or utter shit. And that game is is it certainly does the other shit pretty well. So yeah. 
plenty of stuff going on. So Joe's losing his voice. Joe's recorded like seven podcasts today. He's <laughs> apparently going to do one later today because he's a maniac. But anyway, thank you guys for sticking with us. I hope you uh, enjoyed this show. And, and like we said, do not worry. Shows will happen. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I don't know what we're going to do. A lot of Big Japan, a lot of Zero One. The shows might not be three hours. We'll see what ends up happening. But we are going to give you shows throughout the rest of this, whatever happens here. <laughs> Weeks, months. Hopefully not years, weeks, months. We'll go with just weeks, months uh, until then. But uh, we will stick with us. We will be here. Also, patreon.com slash voice of wrestling. The rest of the voice of wrestling podcast network, too. Um, the Super J-Cast is just doing shows about nothing. And it's actually a hilarious thing as well. We're, 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 we're pushing through. You, we will give you guys stuff throughout this entire process. The website will have stuff. So voice wrestling.com will have stuff. At hey, Voices Wrestling. Voice Wrestling Joel, Podcast Network. Joel had a baby. He did. Oh, yeah. Joel did have a baby. What a... What a day. He'll, I think he'll always remember the day. Not only will you, of course, always remember the birthday uh, of your your daughter, but yeah, Joel, who, who one of the co-hosts of the Super J cast, had a daughter, so congratulations to him and his wife on his very healthy baby. Did you know that this this guy, his wife and his baby have the same birthday? I know. Now, now Joe, what do you, do you, because I'm like, I already, in my head, I'm thinking, it's a gift for both of you guys. That might be good. <laughs> right. Like, no, I got it for all of us. It's, you know. Also, you can wrap every, you know, even it's like you can kill two birds with one stone every year on one day. Like one party, you know, one day to worry about instead of worrying about two different days. That might be a good thing. It might. Yeah, because especially like, the, especially her, like, I, I don't know his wife, so I can't say for sure. But I'd imagine most, you know. Most people that have just had it, like, they're going to want the party to be about the baby. You know what I mean? Like, the baby's going to be the, the, yeah. the focal point. She's not going to say, no, 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 no. It's my birthday, not the baby's. You know what I mean? Like, she's not going to do right, that. She's right, going to say, right. oh, yeah, we'll have our friends come over, and, and it'll all, you know, it'll be the baby, and the baby will fuck around with a cake or whatever. And, yeah, it's my birthday, too, yada, 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 or whatever. So Here, you, you know what's going to happen here. I mean, let's be realistic. Her birthday is now a week later. <laughs> right. Yeah, if she's smart, she'll say, no, Joel, that's her birthday. But this is yes. my birthday next week. So. The, the kid the kid gets the birthday on the actual day. Whatever the following weekend is, that's the wife's yeah, birthday. Yeah, you're taking now. me out. We're going for a nice dinner. Yeah, yeah that's yep. That's good stuff. But, yeah, congratulations to him as well. So doing a, doing a podcast, releasing it, and then her, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like literally like an hour later, she went into labor and had the baby. But uh, you got to put out the content, man. You got to put out the content. <laughs> That's what I said. We're not it. taking time off. Joel is, uh, while his wife is, is sitting there counting her contractions. Yes. Joel's doing a podcast about nothing because they're not even. Super J. New Japan isn't running shows. Right. And, and this dope, who we love, is there while his wife's having contractions recording a podcast. That's hey, what you get here, baby. This is the Voice Wrestling Podcast Network. They had an ad this week, so they're not missing this goddamn week, all right? We got ad buys. We're cracking the whip. <laughs> right, right. Wife's giving birth. Don't care. Read the ad. <laughs> right, read the Roman ad and then take her to the fucking hospital. It's all right. The baby's not going to come out. It, you got five minutes, you know, to read the ad. And then the baby's going to, you know. You Still have time. Roman. Say you use the Roman and that's why you're having <laughs> right, a baby. Right. Exactly. Play it in a little bit. So Work it in. Yeah. We're, we're, we're here. We're here for you during these uh, these times. But anyway, uh, for Joe Lanza, I'm Rich Krejci. We'll see you guys next time on the Voice Wrestling Flagship Podcast. Take care. <laughs>